worst thing I ever done. I missed the father's big puke at home. And then I went to this movie theater, hid the puke in my jacket, climbed up to the balcony, and then, then I made a noise like this. And then I dumped it over the side. Oh, and all the people in the audience, then, then this was horrible. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other. I never felt so bad in my entire life. Justin, <laughs> Dr. Justin, you have a telephone call. And he did. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. What's going on, everybody? What when, is, we, when is this going <clears throat> to get wrapped up? Yeah. yeah. I wonder, what is our our count last week, I think, was 1,000 cases of coronavirus. What is it now? It's like 5,000, right? Oh, I'm sure, That's yeah. That's only because... New York, only te- they yeah, testing that, that many. 5,000 have been tested yeah, and everything. New so. York doubled overnight. Yeah. And Italy had its There's worst, deadliest a, day. It's, it's probably insane. half a million people with coronavirus. They just haven't gotten tested. And I'm still going to work later. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, hopefully everyone's being safe out there and staying home, listening Justin to the pods. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to wipe every surface he touches. <laughs> I'm clean, man. I'm clean, I swear. Yeah, I'm, that's still, the problem. I know. Yeah, I know. that's the problem. Everyone's asymptomatic, you, you know, and you don't fine. know. And then, like, I have allergies right now. I got shortness of breath. But if I went out and said, oh, I've got shortness of breath, they'd yank me it, and pull me down. I tell the you, you never notice anyone sniffling or coughing more in your life than when you're outside now. Did you hear anyone do it? And it's allergy season yeah. and everything, so you feel bad, like you. I mean, you're sneezing and everything. You do that in public, people are going to freak the Dude, fuck out. Every single client. I never, like, I never tell my clients that I smoke cigarettes. Yeah. I never tell them that because, like, you know, you think of a massage therapist, you're supposed to be, like, healthy. They can smell it on you anyways, probably. No, they can't. I'm very, very cautious You'd be surprised. My girl could smell it on you, I I would guarantee. She's got a super smell it So, for instance, (laughs) I've literally had to tell every single client that I've seen over the last, like, two and a half weeks, if I cough, I've been a smoker for over 20 years, and, like, it's just that. I don't want you to have to be nervous. And every single one of them said, "You smoke cigarettes? I would have never known." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, so it's crazy. Yeah, um, but it, it, but that's the thing is like you know you're in the middle of a session and you cough once and you know that they're no longer relaxed. They're like, "Oh fuck!" You Social know, like, distancing is going to be the new norm. There will be no one shaking. Get a massage. Shouldn't be going to get a massage. No offense. I, I, I agree. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. Yeah. Like no one will be shaking hands after this is all cleared up. Yeah. This will be the last. It'll be the demolition man high five where yeah. you stop and do the. It's going to be everything. Like, is going to be demolition. Yeah. Like, you know, no fluid transfer. Seashells. Three seashells. <laughs> which I don't know where everyone's listening to this. If you're uh, anyone in Florida, you're, you're trying to really desperately figure out the three seashells trick because toilet paper for some reason is uh, in crazy. You would think that once people are stocked up. That the uh, that the shells will be pouring back yeah. in, but the Walmart near my house, I go super early because I don't want to see more than five people. Yeah. But that aisle, it's like there's nothing, yeah. nothing, and they have not restocked anything. Yeah. So I don't understand what they. Well, they I did see. see yesterday that like the trucks are on the way. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, luckily my uh, my wife's has enough Purell around the house and small little bottles. She's been uh, hoarding uh, hoarding it for years. Yeah. Uh, with stuff, so hopefully everyone's safe. But now's the best time to obviously not go to the theater. They Just shut down the theater. I know, right? <clears throat> Man, how much of a great idea it was not doing that Regal Unlimited Club? Oh, I know. Right? <clears throat> everyone's probably canceling the shit out of that right now yeah, because you definitely. can't go. 
And they're making stuff. They're releasing uh, Birds of Prey comes out like next Tuesday. On uh, they're releasing it Already? super early. Wow. They're asking <coughs> Netflix to slow their streaming down a little bit. Universal, Universal's really? making it because uh, they might crash the internet. That's yeah. what Mom just sent me. Uh, that link that I couldn't pull up that uh, people are streaming. 2,000 DVDs right here. Yeah. I'm watching my DVDs. He's I'm got, playing my video he's got, games. He's got a years, blockbuster. Three or four years. Yeah, he's yeah. got a blockbuster inside his closet. <laughs> Fucking hey, I don't have to leave. That was, that's, that's funny what if, it, if everything crashed and it, you would you could open up a, your yeah. own video. Stuff. Yeah. Universal's releasing all their movies that are coming out like on streaming. Like The Invisible Man that just came out. It's yeah. available. You can get it for wow, 20, 20 really? bucks. 20 yeah. bucks to rent it. They'll make because that's to what it, rent it? To rent it. Wow. If it was a movie that's in the theater. I guess, they, uh, I guess if you're going to go see it with two family, people, yeah. you probably make more money that way. Yeah. yeah. So I know Universal's doing that. I don't do know prints. about the other companies right Damn. now, but... Uh, what if this is the end of movie theaters? And we'll soon we'll be getting a... Uh, uh, check in the mail from the government. It looks like I it, hope so. At least a thousand, from what it looks like, two payments of a thousand. I, I think we're gonna get. I hope so, man. And, which is good for those people that still have jobs because we'll just stick that in our savings. <laughs> yeah. Know? Whereas I will be living off. Yeah, of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hopefully everyone's safe out there. Great time to uh, obviously catch up on uh, movies that you own or movies uh, uh, on streaming. If you I haven't had problems with streaming services yet given me issues but I've had, it makes sense that it would be an issue i've had soon. text issues like right, text issues yeah i i literally i got a text this morning at 2 30 in the morning from my manager saying we filled up last night and i'm like what the hell what uh, the is that fuck that sent long time ago yeah yeah she sent it to me yesterday at noon oh, and wow. we've been doing a lot of text threads at work you yeah. know to keep everybody updated and she said that like randomly that's just been happening just wow. random responses that were sent like yesterday or the day before it still has to be a network carrier all that. that's what i'm saying like i mean yeah and i also heard that they were like getting rid of uh data caps i did hear that yeah. i hear there's uh um there's landlords that are letting people slide on their rent for the month of yeah. uh, March and the month of April. Yeah. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Shit. They're not going to cut anyone off for the electricity. So they're, they're making some good. Uh, We're actually coming together to stuff. help each other. I know. Yeah, I know. Maybe it's, it'll be infectious. It's the most bipartisan. Yeah. It's the most bipartisan stuff, even though eight people voted against that fucking uh, stimulus package. What the fucking cocks. You know, what the hell? They. That's because it probably goes against their main donation platform people. yeah and they're like and some of these celebrities that are popping up we're going to be doing it it was weird it looks like we're doing a memorial or a uh, <laughs> kind of thing for tom hanks just but because he he'd, he had the coronavirus we swear we had this plan for months <laughs> yeah right. anyways so. if you couldn't catch it again i guess catching it and having it be a pretty mild and then you're yeah fine i mean yeah. idris elba's got it you have that uh, kevin durant uh, Kevin Durant, that burly guy from Game of Thrones with mm-hmm. the big orange beard, he he's got it. Uh, it's, the mountain, uh, the mountains got it. No, I oh no, that. no, this was the the wildling guy. Oh okay. Uh, and uh, I know there was a bunch of uh, sports players for sure. Yeah. A bunch of sports players. Uh, Durant's like uh, his his buddies and everything. They haven't canceled the Olympics yet, which is fucking gonna happen. I'm surprised they're holding Dude, out yeah. on it. <laughs> they're trying Japan. so hard to hold on to football season. Oh yeah, like, that's it's still all, moving. I, I was yeah. my wife's saying, "Well, what's the sports section in uh, the paper look like now?" Yeah. I said, "It's all about off-season trades and yeah. shit like that." There's always stuff to talk about. Yeah. I said, but but it's going to get increasingly less interesting. Yeah, yeah. If there's nothing going on, yeah, because you can talk and talk and talk. I feel bad for talk. like seniors in high school. Yeah, you know? I was thinking yeah. that the other they're day. Graduating, last yeah, senior trips, yeah. all yeah. that stuff. And all of a sudden, gone. they're just like, "All right, see yeah. you. Yep. go home and finish your lessons." And yeah, it's crazy. Or would you rather die? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask those dumbasses down in it's, fucking it's Miami. It's also it's this should be once this whole thing is right in itself, they should make grocery workers get that fifteen dollars an hour that they so richly deserve. <laughs> it's amazing that they still go in there uh, and deal with it because I I feel funny just going in at off hours with yeah. six people there. You're walking down rows where there's uh, there was no pasta, no rice, and no canned goods at Walmart when I went there the other wow. day. I was like, what the fuck, man? I said I understand you stocking up but once you're stocked up and people should be replenishing but these things it should be easy to get things if done. everybody stocks up yeah all, all at once no. that's the problem they're doing yeah. it all at once well with the gasoline last time we had a oh yeah I, there was a guy in front of me at the station at the pump had like 27 gas cans yeah good god and i'm waiting on him He's or like, that guy sorry that, dude that yeah. guy that you We're came across uh at hitchcock's who you heard talking oh uh the kid bitching. The kid complaining. says, ah, oh, this is nothing. Yeah, yeah. He says, yeah, you're the reason this is going to be yeah. something. He's you and all the little shits money, just man. like you down in fucking Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Like, oh, spring break, like Pensacola and it's, stuff. It's, it's ridiculous, man. I'm glad. I, I'm all about being quarantined. This is the only time other than you my... stay home watch movies. I, I know, right? I, I, I work... Up. Luckily, I work at one in the morning and I don't see anybody. You know, I yeah. do it on my own. I uh, uh, Other than that, this is the only thing I leave... In, during the week for and this probably will be the case for Are the next subscribers month. subscribers holding uh, back? No, I haven't seen it and everything. But I really p- should put a note in the paper mm. saying, uh, saying, hey, just so you know, I'm, I Perel and do all this other yeah, stuff. By the way, so. we're fascinated with them. We'll <laughs> 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 so yeah, now that you know what's going on, well, people are listening to this in different uh, parts of the world too, so it's, mm. uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Did you hear about Jared Leto being... Out in the desert oh, yeah, yeah, for twelve yeah. days, in, like, and then a like walkabout, and he totally didn't realize. Didn't have any on. idea any of this stuff was going on, and came <laughs> back to the world just like, See, freaking I'm, out. I'm going back to the desert. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Um, yeah. So thoughts go out to everybody. This week, this week we're gonna do kid performance, kid performances, child actors. You know, some of the great stuff that uh, I know. Certain ones on here that that we don't have on here. Like, uh, who's that? Doogie Howser. Doogie Howser. Well, not movies. I can't think of a movie he was in. As a kid? <laughs> As a kid that he was really great in. Uh, certainly the TV show. But I'm thinking more like, uh, what's her name from Paper Moon? Uh, she was fabulous. Tatum O'Neill. Uh, Tatum O'Neill. Or you got the little girl from The Pianist uh, who was uh, won the award for it. Uh, uh, the kid from Sixth Sense. You know, what's his name from Sixth Sense? I can't Haley remember. Haley Joel Osment. All great actors and everything. Have you seen his, but there's uh, so many great. Uh, and I, I was going to put that on there, but we've yeah, talked about that so many times. Yeah, those are the obvious ones. I kind of yeah. like to give credit to a lot of these uh, these other ones uh, that don't get enough credit. Have you seen Haley Joe Osmond on uh, Drunk History? Yeah. He does a bunch yeah, yeah. of the He plays histories. the Nazi on one of them. Yeah, really? It's, funny. it's really funny. Yeah. He's great in Tusk. I always liked him in Tusk. Yep. He was great. Uh, but yeah, these are exciting, man. I mean, there's some really great ones uh, out there that we're not hitting on here, obviously. So this is kind of wide open. We could go back to this at some point. Uh, but I say we start right off. Talk about some uh, some great child performances in the movies that are they're in. All oh right, yeah, Justin, what you got? All right, man. Um, so this is one of my just all time favorite movies in general. Um, Devin Sawa. In, ah, Devin Sawa, man. Yeah, so you're and, uh, picking him specifically. I like. Yeah, him. in uh, Little Giants. Awesome. Um, yeah, you know he Devin was, Sawa was was a. Uh, 
child actor for a long time, man. Show Did a bunch of different stuff. What was the other What's one? That? Show me his hold up his picture. Uh, from Final Destination and SLC Idle Punk, Hands. Idle Hands. Yeah. Uh, Casper. He was the uh, when Casper became a boy oh, at really? the end of the uh, Casper movie. Uh, it was Devin Sawa who went in there, and he's still uh, he's a great on Twitter. Him <coughs> and Macaulay have like this uh, kind of really fake feud going between them, where mm. they just give each other shit all day. Really, it's really funny. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, I love Little Giants. Tell us a little bit some about some little giants there's a lot of kids in that movie oh yeah that little dorky kid with the big uh coke bottle glasses oh yeah he's great like yeah that's um todd bosley um yeah the uh, no let's see i'm thinking of the the other smart kid that does the uh the annexation of puerto rico yeah yeah yeah, yeah, i love that line too man um yeah the one you're talking about is the kid that like they wrap him up in mattresses Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um okay so yeah little giants is basically about like peewee football um and ed uh ed o'neill and um oh my god great rick moranis yeah rick moranis thank you (laughs) um our brothers and ed o'neill is a former nfl heisman trophy a perfectionist a serious athletic kind of type and he coaches brother is not yeah (laughs) exactly and rick moranis is rick moranis it it really is a perfect kind of story where you can uh i I love that's the best some of the best movies really you can think of with kids are a lot of sports movies you know you think mighty ducks Uh, oh yeah we could easily have put a bad news bears bad news bears on there definitely for sure um yeah and so ed o'neill is the the coach for the local peewee football team and you know like Everybody wants their kid to play for him. He's like the big hero in town, you know. Um, and uh, Rick Moranis's daughter, um, who also was great, and let's see, that was oh, she's on here later, right? Alexa. Oh wait, no, that's not her. <laughs> Never mind. I don't know her name right now. <coughs> I'll pull it up. Here. Um, Shauna Waldron <clears throat> was Becky O'Shea. She played the Ice Box. Um, and she wanted to play football, but like Ed O'Neill's like, I'm not going to let a girl play on my team, you know. So they end up going and forming like their own little team of like little misfits, you know, kids that have no business playing football. No um, uniforms. And yeah, kind of you know, thing. they're like, they're Rick Moranis owns a gas station and he's like a mechanic. So they're like, you know, practicing in the backyard of the gas station. And um, Devin Sawa plays the, the quarterback for their team. And him and uh, Becky O'Shea, you know, have like a little romance going on. And it's just a lot of fun, you know, watching like the, the training montages and uh, like Emmett Smith and John. That's John right. They Madden had some big stars. And Bruce man. Smith. Yeah, the John um, Madden stuff was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's really dude, funny. Right. Um, yeah, because he gets lost and he does his <laughs> yeah. whole like. First we went over here and then we rallied we wrong, going the wrong way. So then we boom made a left over here, came back over here. Now here, there, 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 and here we are. We're lost. You know, like she's only been in a couple things. The uh, uh, Shauna, yeah, her name uh, Waldron. Yeah, it's beautiful now. Yeah, she's very pretty. See her. Um, there oh, yeah. The only thing else on there that I recognized her was American President. So she must have played. Hmm. Uh, I think yeah, I think she played Michael Douglas's daughter, the first daughter, huh. uh, in that. It's also a good movie. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Little Giants? You haven't seen Little Giants? I have not. Really? It's good stuff, oh, man. man. It was fun. Yeah. And it was one of Rick's last movies. Yeah, I know. Not for long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's better being Ghostbusters. Damn it. Oh, he'll be in Ghostbusters. He, if he's gonna come out to do a movie and. That opportunity is there. It's got to do it, man. So what's your favorite scene from uh, Little Giants? Dude, so it's two connecting scenes, (laughs) um, and it's when John Madden's bus breaks down and the kid that I was talking about um, that's like the real smart kid that designs the plays. Him and and, uh, 
John Madden start working on this play. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, that's pretty good, kid. And he's like, oh, yeah, thanks. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. Um, and then at the end, they're yeah. trying to figure out what they're going to do for their last play. You know, you know and, what it is. Yeah, you know, and they run the annexation of Puerto Rico. And basically, it's just like, you know, it's a, a center, you know, uh, run. Like yeah, He yeah, keeps yeah. the ball the and then runs. You know, thing. and they do the lateral and everything yeah. like that. And, you know, that's great. But it's funny. Because, like, from time to time, I actually do just like to watch that scene. Mm -hmm. So I've gone on YouTube and typed in the annexation of Puerto Rico. (laughs) And there are actual college teams that have done this play and named it the annexation of Puerto Rico. It's great. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's, you know. that's. I like the one where he's calling... where he makes that phone call outside the gas station. To, uh, oh yeah, I forgot against, about against that. Against his brother uh, for being in the what do they call him like a peeper in the uh, yeah in the somebody in the bushes something. and everything, and they have to call the cops and everything yeah. on him, and it's really funny. And they get the kid on the uh, on the phone pretending he's crying. Yeah, and everything. It's <laughs> really really funny how Rick Moranis just uses these kids, and they have to they know they can't beat. Like Al Bundy, Al Bundy, yeah, Ed O'Neill's team straight up, yeah. so they have to kind Seven of do their things. Yeah, I know, right? Seven, it's gotten a lot longer. Yeah. Just before, yeah, <laughs> against spare tire Dixon, who's also <clears throat> Smith. It's true, yeah. Um, and also, like, uh, I like the scene where they introduce the kid Spike, and he's like. His oh dad, yeah, 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 his dad moved him to the town, yeah. and Spike, like his intro to the movie is him just carrying, and this kid's like twelve, yeah. you know, and he's carrying a full fridge on his back walking it down the ramp yeah you know? then rick moranis pretend that he's ed o'neill yeah while. yeah and he's like you're coach o'shea <laughs> yeah. and he's like you're, you're smaller than i thought you'd be <laughs> you know and like he just he 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 basically is like bred this kid to play football and he says that like there aren't fathers like that out there are yeah they? i know right <laughs> yeah no he even says he's like every night before he goes to sleep i massage his calves with with milk and i'm like <laughs> i've always wondered like why the fuck would you do that (laughs) even when i saw the movie i was like that's weird dude (laughs) very strange yeah but little giants is such a fun movie and the kids all the kids they never play it you know you would think they would be playing it all the time and on like uh freeform or all these other uh kind of family stations where you could watch it never see it on tv yeah it's too bad it's a fun movie rick moranis is forbidden i know what the hell someone's like blacklisting him and we don't know why (laughs) (laughs) harvey weinstein (laughs) <laughs> he's just staying home collecting that Ghostbusters movie. oh yeah they hey. play that like once a day yeah exactly <laughs> do they it's a lot I'm sure somewhere yeah yeah, yeah they do play it a lot cool alright Dave what do you got for you alright this one's fun this one is from our childhood probably the only one the three other three are modern and the other well, my last one is from the 60s uh, but the Goonies oh, oh hell yeah gotta dude. have the Goonies man this definitely this is one of those great ensemble kid movies yeah I didn't even pick a kid yeah. But what if you had to pick if a kid? If I had to pick a kid... Who's your favorite of the Goonies? I would have to say uh, Chunk. Yeah. Chunk was the, the kind of laugh riot in that yeah, movie. He was, I mean, I love Data. I, yeah, I love them all, man. It's gonna, it would be, be hard. My, Data might be my favorite. Mouth is a really great one, too. Yeah. And I always kind of... <clears throat> I always liked Sean Ashton because he had asthma in it. And he kind of, as a little kid, you didn't see many kids with asthma mm, in movies really and everything. Like, I could be a movie star. Right. No, like he's doing, he can he can hunt down one-eyed Willie. Yeah, right. And everything. It was really a perfect example of kind of, if you do your job of picking the right 
actors and child actors, man. It's got to be hard. They say, you know, you don't want to work with kids. You don't want to work with animals. Yeah. And because <laughs> they're the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you got to work with all those kids, too. It's not like one kid. Yeah. Like, it's not like Tom uh, Cruise working with the kid from Jerry Maguire, you know, and it's only one kid to work the with. The human head weighs <laughs> 12 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, uh, what was some of your favorite stuff from the Goonies? Uh, if I had, I mean, when they had Chunk and they were kind of had him quarantined. The Fatale brothers? Yeah. yeah. They were torturing him. <laughs> and they were like, but the worst thing time, I ever did. What is it, kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I love, I love watching this movie. It was oh, huge watching it. And the other one was when, uh, when Mouth was explaining to the, to the, the Mexican cleaning lady. Oh, yeah. oh gosh. That was so funny. Speaking Spanish to yeah. her. About separating the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Los dragas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even, I mean, you think of these uh, kids growing up to be huge, and that's another whole kind of thing uh, we could talk about is like these child actors. There's so many child actors that do these flicks as a kids, and you never see them again, man. They just disappear. Corey a lot of Feldman. Them. And, uh, you, you think, well, Corey Feldman had a huge, huge fucking. Uh, no, he's. Uh, uh, kind of a no he's kind of fringe. fucked up now yeah he, but he's doing stuff he I, he had just done like uh he's doing documentaries now too about uh how bad things was for well, when you he heard was younger. What he said about but when Charlie you Sheen. no he literally just dropped a documentary yeah, yeah. about yeah. Corey Haim being raped by Charlie Sheen yeah. on Corey Haim's birthday yeah. and and Corey Haim's mom was like why would you do this yeah. like why would you do this this did not happen like, oh, man, I used to love him so much, but we, I heard that the other day, and I'm like, dude, you're going on my douchebag Unless list now. I mean, I, it, even if it's true, he probably shouldn't have done, uh, kind of trampled over someone's grave like that. No, it's like it, it's like he's just clinging on to it, man. Like, he, yeah. dude, he it's came to, he came to High Dive, yeah. like, uh, two years ago. Yeah. yeah, did, like, a show he was going to do his, like, Michael Jackson impression. Yeah. Remember he used to do that? That was really he funny. I mean, he's huge. I mean, when you look at his body of work from the 80s, almost no one has a bigger one for him as child star. He's probably the biggest child star in the 80s. I mean, you think Gremlins and uh, Goonies and... Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, Part Four. And, yeah. I mean, he was in Life's a Drive, Dream a Little Dream. I mean, even he was still Lost kind of Boys. a child uh, actor. Lost Boys, he was huge back yeah. then too. Him and uh, Should have saved your money, buddy. Yeah, now you yeah. wouldn't have to be out there doing weirdo shit. <laughs> but he uh, tried to do a, he tried to stream the documentary for twenty bucks each. Really. Yeah. That something went wrong with it during yeah. the premiere too, and he kind of thought somebody was uh, trying to hack into it and, and keep him from doing it. Get it was the like, hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was Charlie Sheen. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and uh, I mean, but you think Josh uh, Brolin? I mean, yeah. probably the biggest child actor to come out of that uh, flick. I mean, he'd been still being like 15 in that movie. But him and Sean Ashton are probably the biggest actors to come out of there. Sean yeah. Ashton's still been doing like high quality shit, but no one's bigger than Josh Brolin out of that movie. He's yeah, definitely the number one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but well, how about you? What was your favorite stuff from the Goonies? Favorite stuff from the Goonies? Um, I haven't talked to Goonies in a while. Yeah, no, we haven't. I, you know, I, I really like when. Uh, the Fratellis are chasing them, and... So does the chicken. I know, right? She's been laughing the whole time. <laughs> uh, it's not that funny. Uh, look, stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin speaks. You listen. Yeah. 
Um, but when the Fratellis are chasing them and uh, Data stops and he's like, slick shoes, oh, yeah. slick shoes. Like all this stuff with Data was just so ah, funny. So like, great, man. You know, and like they even played his own music when Data would do stuff, yep. you know. That's who um, I wanted when me and my friends were playing the Goonies when we were younger. That's yeah. who I wanted to be was and, Data. And then Cause he had all this, the just, he had this all the just popped into my head. The Goonies took the first selfie ever. At the end of the movie, when he finally meets up with his dad, his dad opens up the oh, coat right. and the camera pops out of his chest and yeah. takes a picture of the family. Yeah. First selfie. Fucks up, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it does but, pour him out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but still. Yeah, like, had a crush on Carrie Green in this movie. She was so cute back oh, yeah. in the day. I, I loved her in Lucas. Uh, uh, what's her name? I can't remember her name. The girl with the glasses. Yeah. Uh, um, who's made a huge. Uh, Plimpton. Uh, Martha Plimpton, who is mm. huge. She's got a. Her father's. Uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Dexter season four? He's one of the Carradines. Uh, David Carradine? Not David. Robert, David, and who's the other one? Keith. Keith. Uh, Keith is Firestarter. Keith is Revenge of the Nerds. Firestarter. Firestarter. Is oh. there a Carradine in Firestarter? I don't or, think there's a Firestarter. No, maybe that's David Keith. Uh, yeah, David Keith. That's who that there is. There you go. Keith David. No, it's David Keith. He's <laughs> David <Wayman's> Keith <laughs> Carradine. <laughs> yes. David. Uh, yeah, I think it's... Uh, who's Kung Fu? That was David. David Seaman. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's Keith. Who Curry. was the hanging and banging guy? <laughs> yeah, you got the hanging and banging guy. You got the Revenge of the Nerds guy, and then you got Martha Plimpton's dad. <laughs> Those are the. Can't three. think of a worse way to go. <laughs> Martha Plimpton was great for your that. legacy. <clears throat> What's that? <laughs> oh, hanging and banging it. Dying. Let's from see. Hanging and banging. Unless he was proud of it. He's like, damn right. I went out like mm, I wanted to. I suppose. Hey, come on. We're talking about kids here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved everything about the Goonies. I just loved the whole adventure behind it. I loved their interaction with the Fatelli brothers. They got Robert Darby and Joey Pants were like perfect, perfect kind of slapstick oh, yeah. kind of characters in that. They both got it. So that movie holds up. I could see how kids in every generation would, would love the Goonies. Corey Feldman. How many you got in there? Oh, when he's got hiding all the pearl yeah, gems. Yeah, yeah. Pull a long oh my god! Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> really great. All right, for my movie here, <clears throat> I'm going to go back to uh, the '80s myself. I also I have two like '80s, one '90, and a couple modern ones here. Uh, but this one I I had seen way back in the '80s, but I had seen it so long ago that I completely forgot about it. And this is another actor who did this movie and he hasn't done hardly anything since then and this is joey kramer in flight of the navigator oh nice man this was such a great movie man and i totally forgot about it and i think for years i thought he was henry thomas he looked just like henry thomas so uh <clears throat> what's that so did he <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, well, no, he didn't get the paychecks Henry Thomas got. I know, that's why. <laughs> but do you guys remember Flight of the Navigator? I do not leak Navigator. Simu- simulator? Flight Simulator? No, it was uh, an alien. <clears throat> no, it was an alien. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And then, I have seen it, but it's been... Yeah, it took probably. place on 4th of July. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this, this alien comes and, like, it, the ship itself is the alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forget why he gets on there. Um, yeah, he well, he falls. Remember, he's off looking for his brother in the woods yeah. uh, at the beginning of the movie, and he ends up falling. He yeah. ends up falling down this k- kind of ravine, and then when he w- wakes up, he realizes that uh, eight years has passed, and he like goes home to his house, and he has a moment like Back to the Future Two, where he, he knocks on the door, and he's like, "Where's my family?" And they're like, yeah. "You're not here. I don't know who the hell you're looking for." Right. And then he ends up going to the cops, and the cops bring him home, and his parents <laughs> are a lot older now. And uh, they're just thrilled to see one of them is the uh, you know the that also a child actor uh, the 
she wasn't in this. She played the mom. She was the woman from Alien that was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. 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 She well, he, I remember he had, like, an annoying little brother, too. <laughs> yep, he had an annoying little brother, but then when he came back, he, didn't? Was, <laughs> he was, like, older than him Not at me. that point. Uh, so his younger brother, who he was the reason it. he was in the woods, <clears throat> he's older now when he uh, comes back. So he's trying to figure out what it goes on and uh, trying to think who was the trying to think who was the scientist that ends up getting him they they ask him uh we think you've been taken by this alien spaceship and you've been you've been through this whole stuff we're gonna take yeah. you for the weekend to like uh norad or wherever the hell it is Don't do it. to do testing yeah. on him and everything and they're just trying to get this ship open and when he comes up to the ship it opens right up yeah him. i remember the, <laughs> the, the stairs, stairs. The oh stairs so cool. cool little things yeah the shape of up. the ship is really neat too and then you've got yeah it's got this crazy kind of like almost it's like a like teardrop a, in reverse yeah yeah you know yeah like, it's a good example yeah. and <laughs> he gets in it and there he is obviously the the pilot of this thing and he has this communication with the alien yeah. and uh, like, I do not leak navigator you leak yep. Paul Rubens <laughs> Paul Rubens is one of the voices who comes on to do uh, to really? do the voice and he's basically that. doing peewee when you go back and you watch oh it. that's right yeah I yeah. do remember that he's doing the peewee voice and everything <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly it was so much fun man And they, I remember my favorite 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 was part. it a kids movie yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was definitely. It was Disney, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think okay. it was Disney. Yeah, it was Disney. Um, no, I watched it on Disney Plus. My favorite part was that little tiny alien that was dancing. Yeah. That he catches yeah. and is like his little friend that comes he home with him. He even keeps him at the end. I know, like, dude. Hold him oh, in his hand I, I remember that thing. Like, I, because I mean, what? This must have come out in like '86. Um, eighty-six. Yeah, yep. I, I I remember watching this movie when yeah. I was like five or six years I, old. That was the last time for I had like seen it. Months, yep. like my my girl was upset. She's like, "You watched Flight of the Navigator without me?" Yeah. I was like, "You've seen Flight of the Navigator?" Yeah. She's like, "Of course I have." Oh, I, was I like, love that movie, dude. Yeah, it's so it's so fun, man. And he was really really good in this. It's it's an adult role for sure for him, and he had to be on camera at least 70% of the movie by himself. You yeah. Know, he's just talking to the uh, I remember him flying and listening to the Beach Boys. Yep. Yeah, that's listening right. Listening to the Beach Boys and just doing his thing, man. And, it and was... there was some kind of alien in there that had been caught that was like, really, it was like hungry or something and it was in the cage. Yep. yep. Yeah, dude, I, I have to rewatch this, man. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. love this movie. Disney Plus. It's on Disney is Plus. Is it really? Yep. Awesome. Disney Plus Check it out. is free right now too, isn't it? No, I don't think so. It is for Verizon yeah, no, I I think they I had seen a story about that they said like more than fifty percent of families have it right now, but hmm. yeah, yeah, Flight of the Navigator, dude, I freaking love yeah, that movie. It's a great one. Yeah. All right, what do you got? <laughs> oh, he's so, already laughing, man. What the hell? So, <laughs> so we're gonna go a little darker here. Um, <laughs> and I'm, dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Whoa, Dream Child. Wow, Dream um, Child. Yeah, and the kid's <clears throat> What's name. The number is this? Five, I five. think. Uh, four or five. Give me some context. Damn, when I always was, confused. When was four Dream Warrior? Four. Three. Three? Dream Warriors was three. The what Dream was, Child was number five. And so four? Dream Master was four. And what was what was the one when... Freddy's Dead, six. What was the one when when all the... When it was the cast, the real cast? Uh, New Nightmare. New Nightmare. That was what? Yeah. Seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That kid was good, too. Yeah, he was really oh, good. Oh, that's the kid from uh, Pet Cemetery. Oh, is, oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that would have been a good pick. Yeah. Um, he's been a couple. He, he's been in a couple major stuff uh, other than that too. Uh, as a kid, what was the other one? There was another big one he did. I'm gonna look that up while you talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this was uh, Whit Hertford. He played um, he played Jacob in this movie, and like he. 
He was like a creepy looking kid, man. He he was like. Do you have a picture of him? I'm wondering what he looks like. Um, this is him now. I'm sure if you click on that, you can see him when he was younger. What's the name? Whit Hertford. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I know that. Kid. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Kid. Um, he keeps trying to get me to click his phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's creepy in, as an adult, right? He looks yeah, like he's I've Malachi seen him. I've seen him in several things. He does. Yeah. Um, it's another movie. I, I gotta look him up. I know, right? Um, so he basically plays the unborn child of the girl that's like the main, you know, character that Freddy's going against, um, and like. The way that Freddy comes back through this is that Freddy somehow infiltrated the baby's dream. She's pregnant. And so Freddy gets into the the fetus's dream. And that's, <laughs> that's how... Up, right, well, and actually he's trying to, like, use it so that he can, like, take over the child and, like, be born, you know? Um, but, like, I don't know, man. This kid was just so creepy. And, like, I, if I went and watched this right now... I would still be creeped out by this kid. You What's know what his I name mean? Again, Wit. Wit Hertford. W H I T. Yeah. Um, H E R T F O R D. There R-E-R-P. sounds like there should be like a tune W-K-R-P. after that. <laughs> yeah. Like, bum, 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 bum. Now this is, is this the one with the? Uh, I always confuse four and five. Those are the uh, because they're because the girl from four makes it into five. Yeah. And she's is the this one... the one with the cockroach? No, that's the previous that's one. That's the one. That's yeah. the one before it. Um, yeah, this one, it's just basically, I mean, you know, some of her friends die and stuff like that. This but. kid was in, uh, what I remember this kid in, from is Jurassic Park. He was the one at the very beginning that was talking shit to Sam Neill. Yeah. And he had to tol- tell him that uh, he, he like, said the raptor, the raptor sneak up behind yep. you and he shows him that thing and everything. He scares the hell out of him. Yeah, him. exactly. That's what I remember this kid from. Yeah. Um, and so, like, it... it at the end, this is what, like, his shining moment is. That, like, I, it, it's so fucked up. At the end, they're killing Freddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, again. yeah, again. This is when they made that big chest yeah, of Freddy. The, you ever seen the, the making the of this? Bait, and they and actually the had the like, actors in it, and they were trying to come Oh, yeah, out yeah. I haven't everything. seen the making of yeah, it. Yeah, the making of it was really good, because it was, like, a 40-foot chest that, oh, they, wow. that they made just to be able to do this effect. That's insane. Cool. Um, yeah, so, like, basically, this little kid turns into like little freddy and like it, it, do you remember that at i don't all? like they, that, no. they they put makeup on him to make him look kind yeah. of like a little freddy and like make him look even scarier and he straight up like challenges freddy to a fight and when freddy's like you know he's like oh you want to play come on you know and dude this kid opens his mouth and this thing it, it just like this non-stopping like gray pole just comes flying out of wow. his face and goes into Freddy's chest, mm-hmm. and that's when it goes to the yeah, big yeah. scene there. And like I don't know, man. I like I can picture that scene in my head right now. Like I'm literally watching it in front of me. That's like funny. it's just oh. <laughs> had an effect. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. And that's why I had to pick him because I will always remember that little kid, man. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he could have. He could easily been on uh, Children of the Corn too. He did have that kind of creepy absolutely. Isaac look yeah, for him. Yeah, absolutely. Too. You have to rewatch those uh, those latter kind of Nightmare on Elm Streets because I remember one, two, and three like really, really well. So really certainly for Dream Warriors. I know, yeah. dude. I'm not sure it carries up. Uh, carries uh, over. Holds carries, up. Holds up. There yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think think it it carries over. Either, either way, I'd still like to watch it again. Yeah. I bet you I wonder could find how many some... you'd get through. You'd be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really I, I bet you there's some on YouTube. 
Yeah. Just yeah. I'm sure you can find them. Yeah. Yeah. Kingdom Hospital was great, but that was only like an eight episode show. Huh. It was like uh, only eight episodes, but it was really good. I always And it was that. weird. It was weird. It was definitely weird. Friday 13th series, that wasn't as good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wobner. <laughs> All right, Dave, what do you got? Uh, <coughs> let's go 60s. Wow. 60s. Nice. Yeah. It's earlier than any of the other ones. Uh, True Grit. <laughs> oh, oh nice. True Grit. Nice. Kim Darby. Yep. Yeah. I always liked there's something about assertive kids. Yeah. That was and she like, was like what, 13, 14? 13 or 14. She, was she ended up doing a lot of adult roles too. She was Disney. Lane Meyer's mom. Do you like corn? Oh, that's her? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, Better Off Dead. Nice. She's the mom from Better Off Dead. Nice. Yeah. She's done a bunch of stuff over the years. Um Yeah, she was great. I loved her I, in this. And, and being opposite John Wayne has got to be a difficult task anyways. And this was a great story. I'm war- surprised how close the second one followed the first it one. It did. And she was good, too, that actress yeah, that was she in was the second too. one. She's a huge uh, music star, too, oh, Haley yeah. Stanfield. Uh, but, yeah, one, what you tell us the just general story of what's going on in uh, so her, um She sort don't. of helps her dad run the ranch. Yeah. Like, she's like the bookkeeper, yeah. paymaster, or whatever. He goes, but she's to, unbelievably capable. You know, yeah, she's like yeah, above yeah. like what you would expect. Yeah, a, she's a, let alone a girl to be at this time period, a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, uh, to be, and uh, and most people underestimate her through the whole movie. Yeah, they underestimate she's not going to take shit from anybody. But she, uh, her dad goes to the horse auction, and when she's there, one of their hired hands shoots him in the street. Yep, and uh, takes off, and uh, she shows up. Yep, and. Uh, She's like, I'm gonna go catch my yeah, father's gonna, killer, and that's literally the whole she's movie. Like, I, is, I need somebody that's got yeah. uh, that uh, it's got true grit, true you know grit. that uh, ding, that ding. I can depend on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all makes sense now. Well, <laughs> she was like, she was asking the one dude, and he's like, Yeah, this guy always, bring, always brings her man in, and she's she wanted him. She wanted somebody that that would played outside the rules. Yeah, that would. But she also wanted to come along, too, which was, like, the big thing, yeah. too, that he didn't want her to come along at all. And John Wayne, I mean, he was an alcoholic. He was, like... Uh, which is a he weird was thing for him to play, because he usually played, like... He played, played pretty straight and he played yeah. the I mean, he was the anti-hero <clears throat> here. He had flaws. He, he was definitely flawed. He was still the hero, obviously. He, he kind of went into it not wanting to do it, but he needed the money, and he realized this girl was going to be very resilient with him and everything. So he, it's almost like a buddy traveling movie mm-hmm. with these two and everything and Labeef. uh what's that Labeef. i was he in the original yeah was he i didn't yeah. even remember almost him in the, the same yeah the same exact <laughs> every storyline i love uh, dennis hopper in uh, oh, the yeah. original one too that scene was always the big scene where they came across two of the uh robert duvall two of the uh, members yeah two of the uh gang members oh, they found that... before they saw him remember he was like yeah, yeah yeah i don't like the way you're pulling the feathers out of those chickens yeah <laughs> <laughs> That was a great scene. Yeah, this this movie was really good. I, that gun she ha- she had this revolver that her dad yeah. had when he died. She got it, and that's when she shot um, Tom Cheney. Yeah, at the riverbed. Yep. Like, and, they, and uh, it was great. You got to see a really cr- good arc between all these different characters. She going did through. a lot of that horse stuff. Too. Yep. Yeah, she must have crazy. been very well versed yeah. on horses because you, you're not going to be in. This take movie for granted. Otherwise. Like horse stuff on movies, but then get around horses, man. They're scary. They're very scary. 
I, oh yeah, I dated a girl who was a horse girl and powerful and dangerous and fast. Yeah. And fast. It, like, this girl that I knew or <clears throat> that I dated that was in the horses. I mean, she was really, uh, she was big in the horses and she was uh, very well versed in it. She helped uh, give birth to the uh, the horses oh, wow. and everything, and she also would slaughter uh, cows for uh for me uh, on the place so she was a very hands-on type chick and she would train the horses and everything and went to classes to do it and uh, that horse threw her one day yeah you told and, me this. <clears throat> and uh she got her bone her arm the bone in her arm kind of moved a certain way where it looked like her her lower part of her arm was super short oh wow and the I remember showing the X. I had the X-rays on my computer for the longest time because it was the most interesting X-ray you ever seen. Yeah. The bone, which just you could tell. Yeah. And I remember visiting her in the uh, in the hospital, and she had just got thrown from the horse. I got a call from her uh, girlfriend telling me to come by, uh, down to the hospital. So when I got to the hospital, when it happened, the horse, uh, <clears throat> the rope burned her so bad on her other arm Ooh. that it scraped across it. And that's what I had seen first when I came in the hospital. I was yeah. like, oh, man, look at your arm. And yeah. she's like, no, this is the arm. Ugh. And you could see the bone popping out. Wow. And she's, she had like a crazy pain threshold. Yeah. She was like, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was like, yeah, I'd say it sucks. Yeah. And then when the doctors came in, they were like, you guys are going to have to leave. The, her roommates were there, too. And like, you guys are going to have to leave the room. I'm going to reset this. We're going to uh, put her out for a second. Uh-huh. And I was like, no problem. Yeah. Was, and then we came back like three, uh, two minutes later. And uh, when she was waking up, I remember fucking with her and saying, you've been out for like three days. When <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was out for like five minutes or something like that, she just put her under a little and they straightened that arm and she was fine. I was like, man, she went back to doing the horse thing. Yeah. But when you're next to those horses, man, I mean, they're massive. Yeah. Massive. Ask Christopher Reeve. Yeah, yeah. ask Christopher Reeve. I mean, yeah, there's but totally, there's so, there's so many, uh, but you got to bring it down for him, man. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> <Killed Superman. laughs> uh, yeah, it was a good movie. If you haven't seen it, you've not seen True Grit? No, I haven't. Uh, Neither both one of them are equally both of them are really good. good. Uh, yeah, I know. I heard the, the second one was really good, too. Oh, really good. Which, Matt Damon plays a great Labeef. Yeah, and uh, Josh Brolin uh, played, a played the villain in there. little... Yep, and obviously Jeff Bridges was awesome yeah. in it. So yeah, Jeff I would Bridges definitely was a little more. He held on to the intoxication. Yeah. He was funny <laughs> too. Man. He was super funny. Uh, yeah, I would recommend you seeing the the modern one, the Coen Brothers one, probably first. But the mm. other one was good. It Sweet was one G. of the better. It was the one original. of the uh, really. Yeah. The original True Grit is one of those ones that if I. If I'm getting somebody to watch John Wayne movies, that's the one you go yeah. to first. Mm-hmm. That or Rooster Cogburn or The Searchers are probably the, the, the three. That's Clint Eastwood. Oh. Uh, that was also a good one, though. Uh, all right. My next flick here, and this involves two kids, man. Tons of kids in this movie, but there's two kids in particular. And I always love this series. And, and a lot of people haven't seen this series, I think, that are like our ages. Because it's it came out in 2010, and it was specifically kind of tailored to, uh, to kids. And it was based off a really good... Um, book series that had done like 15 of them and everything but on very similar to other movies these kids went through puberty like right after the first one was made mm-hmm. and then it just got awkward right afterwards and everything and this was uh zachary gordon and robert campron in diary of a wimpy kid oh i never saw this ah, so fun man so i heard it's fun, fun man yeah really really good steven zahn plays the dad so you've got zachary gordon who's the kid uh robert capron i've seen in other m- movies he was in uh he played the young uh, Curly in the Three Stooges movie uh, oh. when they showed them as kids and everything and he was really really funny in this I actually really liked the first two uh, Diary of Wimpy Kids I think this four 
and these two were these two kids were in three of them, and then the fourth one they realized these kids are too old. We're gonna have to recast. Uh, but when they were super young in this first one, it was just so great. I think the second one was the Dog Days of Summer, which was really good, and then uh, Roderick Rules I think was the third one. Uh, but like I said, yeah, they when you came back to watch the third one, their voices had all changed and they looked awkward and everything. And you're like, I'm Whoa. a wimpy kid. Yeah, I'm a wimpy kid. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you're just seeing these kids' lives with starting high school. They're like junior high school ki- kids who had just started. Uh, actually, I think it's early in that. It's not them starting high school. I think it's them starting junior high. So you're getting all these weird kids uh, all in with each other. You got the weird uh, redheaded kid who's their best friend, who is like just <laughs> super strange. And they even they don't even want to uh, hang out with him. They're trying to be cool and they're trying to uh, to to uh, get with these girls. And their brother, I love the uh, the older brother was so good in this movie too. Uh, like. Uh, Zachary Gordon's older brother and it was like this typical high school uh, kid who's trying to scare the shit out of his brother and this is going to happen to you. You're in deep shit, man. Mm-hmm. He says, you're in big trouble. And he has a band and he uh, the, band, the name of the band is Loaded Diaper. I always thought the band <laughs> it was great. That's funny. And he drove, he drove around in a van that said Loaded Diaper and they would uh, just play uh, punk music and everything and uh, had a lot of those great kind of summertime uh, not summertime summertime was the second one uh fall time kind of elements there was a great uh halloween kind of thing where they're all dressed up as halloween characters and uh he's trying through the whole movie to get robert capron to uh the, the his little fat kind of friend to be cool you know he's and uh there's that case you know where the one kid's uh, kind of graduated to wanting to be cool, and the other kid's still like really uncool. Do yeah. the truffle shuffle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Robert Capron hangs out with his mom. His mom is his best friend, and he's like, uh, "That's not cool." He shows, he shows up uh, uh, to school with his. Uh, he meets his friend at the beginning of school and realizes that they're wearing the exact same outfit. And he's, just, he's like, we bought them together. We're twinsies. He's like, no, you cannot wear the same outfit as me. He's like, why not, man? He says, I love wearing this. He says, we're like twins. Yeah. He says, this is not going to go over well, man. <laughs> and so it's it's all about them getting picked on by the older students and everything. And uh, let, me it, guess, let me guess. They triumph in the end. They triumph in the end, but they still are like... But uh, isn't this like a series? It's under? a series. Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. two or three of them, right? Well, the books, there's like well, 30 I mean, of them. Yeah, but I mean, movie-wise. Yeah, four of them four of them okay. uh, and three of them were, starred these two kids and then the uh, the fourth one like I said very similar to like Home Alone 3 and everything they kind of just recast it because these kids Police are, Academy these 6 kids, yeah. <laughs> these kids are really too old well with specifically kids that have aged out you know and that, there's a lot of those cases like that it, it, it sucks it's like doing those uh, Harry Potter movies if you know you're going to do a series of movies you better knock that shit out like one every six months yeah because these kids especially when you're you're taking a kid that's like 11 or 12 yeah as you know this kid's like super soon is going to go through puberty you have like you're on borrowed time here that's got to be the one element with working with uh like i said they say working with kids is the worst it's got to be the worst when you're gonna do a series and the kid is like on the cusp of uh puberty man because... you don't tell me what to do you're not my dad yeah. <laughs> i think we you've seen it time after time and where these cute sweet cute little kids become awkward and creepy man. oh yeah like half of them become awkward and creepy the other half will become like heartthrobs and yeah. shit like that who will age really well you know that not all Macaulay of them are Culkin. like that but Kelly Culkin went weird and you gotta you, you have to go with it you know the smart 
actors will be like, all right, I know I'm a little weird, so I'm just going to do those weird flicks now, and I'll, and I'll yeah. go with it. You know, it's not like uh, these. Some of these kids are like, oh, I guess I'm not that cute kid anymore. But like Christian Bale, he went. Yeah, I mean, Christian Bale was kind of that weird little kid and everything, but then he aged out and became like a heartthrob and everything. But if you look at him in like Empire of the Sun, it's weird watching him in Empire of the Sun, man, because yeah, he I, looks I, just I, like him. And that's weird, though. I didn't, like, until a few months ago when you even said yeah. that he was in that movie, I had no idea that yeah. was him. But when you pull up a picture and look at him, it's yeah. like clearly it's Christian that's Bale. Crazy, it's just like man. a mini Christian Bale. Yeah. Mini. Mini. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is not the same kid from American Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was a great flick, too. Uh, yeah, so Diary of a Wimpy Kid, I highly recommend the first two. It starts getting a little down there with Roderick Rules, but I definitely like the Dog Days of Summer one in that first Wimpy Kids movie. I thought it was really great. All right, what do you got there, Justin? All right, man. Um, so this is a really fun movie. Um, Matilda. Matilda, uh, yeah. yes. Yeah. So this was Danny was DeVito and Ray Perlman. Too? This is a book I think it was a book. book. I think yeah, it was a book. Sure. I'm wondering if this was... I think it was directed by Danny DeVito too. I think it was. I one think of his it was. Ones. Yeah. And uh, this girl was really great. She was one of those cute little kids too. That uh, she was in Mrs. Doubtfire, and I think that's what a lot of people recognize uh, her from. Is from yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. She's the really sweet, cute little kid from Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, DeVito did direct. He did direct it. it. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. It was a weird one, and I had only seen it like once. I think all Danny DeVito. How can he see through weird. the camera? Does he have to have a little step stool? <laughs> Call the monitor, man. He does, you don't have to actually look through the camera. <laughs> uh, He's so tiny. I he saw tiny. him on something just the other day, and he was climbing down a ladder. Oh, I watched uh, Jumanji 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's good? I, yeah, it was pretty decent. Yeah. I don't think it was as good as the I first one. I had rented. I had an opportunity to rent that or Richard Jewell, and I went with Richard Jewell, uh-huh. so I watched Richard Jewell. It was yeah. awesome, man. Correctly. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't as good as the first one? I don't think it was. Okay. I, it was funny, but it wasn't as yeah. funny as the first one. Um, but yeah, there's a scene where Danny DeVito's coming down a ladder yeah. and he's like literally hanging from part of it. Like, you know, because it's so hard yeah. for him to get it's down. It's like a weeble with hair. Yeah. You know what Billy Crystal said mm-hmm. at the end yeah. of uh, <laughs> Owen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about Matilda because I, I remember it being weird, you know, okay. and, and all his movies have that little weird element to him that he throws, even in the kid movies that he's, he does, because you think Death to Smoochie, how strange Death to Smoochie was. Yeah. Don't, don't crack because crack leaves a smack. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, Danny DeVito and is it Pam Ferris is the one from uh, Little Shop of Horrors? Seymour. No, Seymour. that's uh, that's what's her name, Ellen Green. Okay, yeah. well maybe I'm thinking. It says Pam Ferry. Oh no, that's that's Miss Trenchpole. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ellen Green was definitely. Rhea great. Perlman is the mom. That's who it is. I'm sorry. Um, and that's his wife. Yeah, his wife. They, but they're not together anymore. They oh really? Divorced. Yeah. Oh, separ- I didn't know they that. They either separated or. Uh, well, they're together in the movie as well, yeah. um, and they're both con artists and like. Um, their daughter Matilda has like um, basically like telekinetic powers, you know, um, and she starts. Man, to... I don't remember that element at all. Oh, it's like the whole movie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I just oh, remember some of the weird, weird stuff. Matilda? Yeah, yeah no, I definitely need to rewatch. So, it. like, basically, what happens is, is they like they like yell at her and they ground her, but like they also like they're really mean to her. Like they tell her that she's mm-hmm. like a little brat. That part and, like, I remember and everything. Really mean. And you I know? had seen some behind the scenes stuff with it, and they. Uh, 
they took this girl in like she was a member of the family I bet. in real yeah. life. Yeah. They had her come by the house and everything. Apparently, she has talked up about how great Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman were to her on the set. I'm sure. They like really made her a member of their family and had her over for dinner and did all sorts of stuff with her. Yeah. Whereas on screen, on they, screen were like they were like yelling yeah. at her and like calling her a piece of shit. Yeah. You know? Um, so one day she starts to get really upset and like i think she i think the first thing she does is she like slams the door like with her mind mm-hmm. but doesn't like know that she can do that yeah. you know and then she's so a little carry type of element yeah she's not throwing knives at her <laughs> well and this is much more cute you know yeah. um and so she starts to realize that like she can do things with her mind and like you know if she gets mad like she can do it easier, you know. Were they foster parents to her? Is that what was going on? I think that's what it yeah. was. Um, but then I think she also had a brother, maybe. Um, and but the other part of the the other aspect was at school. Mm-hmm. Um, the the principal was Miss Trenchbull, and she was just this terrible, horrible. She used to be like an Olympic hammer throw and shot putter <laughs> and javelin thrower, and so she would like throw the, the the javelins at the wall to like scare the kids and stuff like she was just terrible um and so she starts using kind of her powers to like torment miss trenchbull that's awesome um, i need to rewatch this for sure yeah and there's there's one kid um i'm sure i can't look him up apparently uh peewee herman's in this he's one of the fbi agents <laughs> that's um, random of course <laughs> right that's who i think of. yeah um and i, I can there was one kid and he was like the heavy kid in class, you know, and he, the, the principal was making him like eat an entire chocolate cake, you Uh, know, as like a punishment. You know, I think he like stole a piece of cake or something. I think that's part I remember. I remember a lot of weird food and type elements in this movie that they were forced to eat. Yeah. Um, and so like the kid does it, you know, and the whole class starts cheering him on. So it's like, you know, instead of being a punishment now, they're like turning it and, you know, becoming victorious. And the principal goes to like grab him and take him away. And like, she like makes him fly around the room and stuff. So it's probably a lot less like Carrie and more like modern problems. Yeah. But with a kid, you know what I mean? With a kid. But at the same time, like, she can, you know, she does some things that are a little more like, whoa, you know, like, and, you know, she's a kid. Danny so. DeVito, man, I'm telling you. Yeah. But he puts a couple elements in the movie that you're like, that's a little strange. Yeah, <laughs> and you know that that's like his touch, too. Yeah. He's dark, dude. He he's, is. He's he is dark, a lot man. of dark stuff that he's done before. If you haven't seen Always Sunny. I, yeah, Always Sunny, Death man. to Smoochie. You yeah. even think like War of the Roses was a fuck that movie when you really think about it. And that was also directed by him. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's great. It, it seems like one of those awesome elements that, or in movies where kids can watch it and they were like, all right, one of us can get uh, over on the adults yeah. and everything, especially mean adults. I mean, obviously you're going to you're gonna root for that Matilda kid. I wonder yeah. what she's doing now. She's got to be uh, in some yeah. other stuff. What does she look like now? You got a picture over uh, there? Yeah, hang on. I was just clicking on it there. I haven't seen her in years. She's she's always, if you look at the, uh, yeah, she's gorgeous. Uh <clears throat> Click on the phone, Dave. <laughs> you know her. <laughs> <clears throat> you know one of those child actors who was super cute as a kid, and and as an adult, she's in a lot of stuff. But she was like, "Whoo, she's a weird looking girl now." Is the girl from uh, Uncle Buck? Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. She's so weird, and she plays weird in a lot of stuff. She was in Girls, and she was uh, she was really strange in Girls, and she I, she's been in a bunch of stuff since then. Uh, so apparently, um, Maura Wilson's name on Twitter is Maura 
get rid of the Wilson or get rid of the Nazis Wilson. Wow. <laughs> Everyone has to have a stand. I suppose. I mean, that's one I that's, guess you can get behind. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that there was a. I, I love those. Uh, you used to see them all the time on like VH1, like where are they now type specials. You'd watch like two hours or three hours of like these child actors and where is this one actor? And she was always on that list, man. And it's great when you're even as a kid, you can have that kind of impact just in like one or two movies like that, that you'll just remember yeah. uh, forever and go back and rewatch. I mean, you think of Mrs. Doubtfire. I mean, Matilda's really kind of one of those ones that you have to search for. I see it on, like, uh, TV every once in a while. You'll see it. It's not, mm-hmm. like, obscure, obscure, but it's pretty obscure. Huh. Unlike Mrs. Doubtfire, which is one of the probably biggest yeah. comedies of all time. And she's super well-known for that. All those kids in that were, yeah. Cool. All right, Dave, what do you got? Um, this one was, I don't know, probably 2000s. And what is it? Hugo. Love Hugo, man. This kid's got famous since he? then. He's an uh, Asian Let me butter. Guess. He's in a superhero movie. No, he's uh, <laughs> he's in that Sex Education on uh, Netflix. If you haven't seen Sex uh, Education, is he the goofy so lead in that? Uh, I don't think he's goofy. I think he aged pretty well. Uh, he he's the skinny kid whose uh, whose mom is uh, what's the girl from Jillian uh, Anderson from uh, okay. X Files, and she's like a sex therapist, and uh, he's got uh, he's in high school, and he decides to start giving sex therapy to all the students there because it happens with one of them because they know his mom's a sex therapist, yeah. and they figured he must know some stuff, and then it it kind of travels along the line, and hey, I have problems and everything, and it's very very revealing. I mean, it's. Tons of nudity, tons of straight up talk and everything. It's a very risque show, but it's unbelievably funny. Huh. Yeah, so check it out. But never seen Hugo. You never seen Hugo, huh? No. That's a great uh who was it? Scorsese. Scorsese, yeah. Huh. It really Which surprised Scorsese. me because it it didn't feel like a Scorsese. Only three D movie I've ever seen in the theater. Really? And I won't go see a three D movie again. That's not a good uh yeah. kind of <laughs> thing uh on this movie because this isn't the movie that should have been in I should yeah. have seen in three D. I should have saw if something. You want to see Avatar. Um, yeah, Avatar that was so good. or yeah. uh, that's the or kind the of walk movie you go or see. something like that. Something that really has an element uh, of it. He was great in this movie. Yeah, yeah, really. And he got old right after this, too, it seemed. It seemed like he did Hugo, and then the next thing I know, he's like... And he had a growth spurt big time, so he's like six feet tall type of it's thing. Full of heavy hitters. Had uh, Ben Kingsley. Uh, um, Borat. What's his name? Uh, Sasha, Sasha, Baron, Sasha Baron Cohen. It had the girl from Chloe... Chloe Mentz. Uh, from, I always fuck right her name up. No. The kick-ass girl. Kick-ass girl. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Chloe Montag or Mon... Montague or... Montague. <laughs> <laughs> Samsonite. Samsonite. <laughs> I was way off. She's awesome, man. She could have easily been in any of these movies, especially for in like uh, as Hit Girl or from Let the Let it Right One In. She was yeah. really good in that. Chloe too. Grace Moritz. Yeah. Close. Yeah, she's good. Um, uh, so yeah, what's the story? He's like, uh, he's like living in a train station, right? He's, he's working uh, the clock. Well, he, his dad um, was... Um, uh, talented Mr. Ripley, who's a oh Jude, Jude, Law. Jude Law, yeah, and he gets killed in a fire. That's right. So he goes and lives with his uncle, who is the guy from uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. Uh, oh, Brandon Gleason or uh... Brandon Gleason? Yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> and uh, he's a drunk. Yeah, and he ends up taking off. Yeah. So the kid just stays there, and he's fascinated with these clocks. He keeps the clocks in the 
in the station running, so no one ever thinks to go and look. Yeah, so no see, one knows he's there. They think though. that the old, they think the twenty days later guy, yeah. Brandon Gleason guy, is, is running the clocks. He's just a drunk. He's up and he stays in his attic. Yeah, um, there's a lot of tunnel systems and yeah, stuff yeah. like this and, in the. And he was been so him and his dad were working on this automaton. Yeah, it was like a this. It's like a robot that would designed to do something. Yeah, but he they hadn't. He had been able before. to figure it out. Yeah. So what happens is he's been stealing uh, parts. This is a really good script. Yeah, it They've really been is. stealing parts from Ben Kingsley's toy store. Mm-hmm. And he got caught. And he strikes up. A, he, he takes his notebook away and he's got to have his notebook because it's his dad's notes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he meets the shop owner's granddaughter or, or niece or something. And uh, they strike up a friendship. <clears throat> and she's got like a She's key got or the something. key around yeah, her yeah. neck. It fits the automaton that turns it on. Huh. So he turns it on, and it what it does, it, it was designed to draw, but it only drew the one thing they programmed it to draw. So when when he when when it started drawing, it drew. Remember that old black and white man on the moon, the one of the first things ever made. Yeah, one the, of the first things ever made. Movies. Had the. Yeah. They showed the clip all the, the time. Rocket with the rocket the, oh, hits yeah, the rocket. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that was what was interesting about this because you have that one element of the whole train station area, but you also have the other element of the first kind of uh, motion picture ever created. Yeah. That one with the train yep. where, where it freaked the audience yeah, yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. It, and so it, it draws this picture, but then it writes out Ben Kingsley's character's name. Mm-hmm. And the granddaughter's like, why did it do that? Like, yeah. what the hell is going on? So she brings the picture to go and show Ben Kingsley, but the m- mother finds it first, and she's like, don't you dare bring this up. Mm-hmm. So they go and research and find out that he's the director, the yeah. Ben Kingsley character, mm-hmm. made over 500 films, but the war hit, and then nobody wanted to see his movies anymore, and so he... Silent films. And, yeah, yeah, so he went and he burned his whole studio down and and, and uh, went... In the seclusion, and then became this toy maker. Yeah, mm. and uh, so they go to the library to research, you know, some of the things that happened. And the one of the curators of the library is like, like, a, did his thesis on this on his character, and he's like, it's too bad he got killed in the war. And she's like, he wasn't killed in the war. Yeah. he's my my dad or my yeah, grandfather. Grandfather. Yeah, and he's like, no, that's not possible. <laughs> so they hook up with him and it's just a great story of like discovery of who you are yeah. and where you came from and what was possible but the and kid he was really good it, the some of the the funniest parts was the sasha baron cohen chasing the kid yeah. through the change station yeah i think kid. he was in finding neverland also this kid oh I think really it was the same kid that was in finding neverland hmm. and <clears throat> so, yeah sasha baron cohen with his doberman yeah. kind of as the like uh security guard i guess train for the thing. station master yeah train station guy that uh, and he was perfect in this role man it was really uh it wasn't the martin scorsese movie that you'd expect you'd ever see i didn't but we're very happy when i it didn't was know made. it was him until i watched it again the other day yep and it's saw his name at the end. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's definitely you could totally watch it like that. And not really. It didn't have a feel that his normal movies yeah. have. It was see, very fantastic. I didn't see De Niro anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. He was there. Yeah. <laughs> so he played the Doberman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah that was that was a good one man i i haven't seen hugo in a while but that was i always i hate that i always have to attribute it to the 3d thing and halfway through the movie i was like i don't think this needs the 3d man i wish i had like, gotten what did a they ticket. do with 3d the it was just everything just clock? everything just popped you know and huh. it just kind of stood out and everything and the dog's nose got really big when he was Dumb. sticking it in places so it, it it was weird it was one of those things that scorsese i think was probably his first 3d one maybe his only 3d one he had ever done uh because it, it, it i mean you can't let's watch the irishman in 3d i mean <laughs> there's no, no reason for that so all right my next one here i'll go to an oldie another one that we grew up with all three of us are super familiar with this movie uh obviously had a huge impact uh some guy named steven spielberg did it <laughs> and uh that's 1982's et henry thomas drew barrymore yeah nice man no, i identified with elliot so much back in the day and uh it was just some of the great stuff with this movie was the fact that Henry Thomas's room was filled with the same exact toys that I grew up with. You know, uh, when he's got E.T. in the room and he's showing him the Star Wars figures, and this is Hammerhead, and this is Greedo, and this is fucking Walrus Man, and you're like, wow, this is so crazy. And really, said, as a kid, puts you in that situation like this could have been me. You right. Know? And you've said this about Spielberg before. He he's in tune with that. Oh yeah. Yeah, Pop culture. Like, you you can tell that he's he's had kids. He knows what's uh, kind of moves kids. Yeah, well, you could tell that he's he's such involved in his kids' lives that he knows what uh, kids are thinking. He knows what uh, that family kind of dynamic is. Uh, and I love those scenes where you. I could have put the older brother in here too. Really, uh, <clears throat> him. I don't remember his name, but. Just him and uh, Henry Thomas and Drew Barrymore, the scenes where they're at, around the table with uh, Dee Wallace as the mom and everything. And obviously you got that element with Henry Thomas where his father's not there. So he's just kind of relied on his own kind, kind of, of like imagination us. and everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, same with Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore was so cute as that Gertie character and everything and I, I love the fact that they found this one element that they have to keep from the adults you know right you can't tell any of the adults what's going on here uh, and the the great connection that Henry Thomas had to that that got with ET which I thought was when he ingenious. got drunk in the class yeah when, when they like shared this symbiotic kind of uh, uh, kind of situation with each other where like you said, he's ET's at home drinking the beers out of the uh, out of the fridge, and Henry Thomas is in school just sliding out of his chair. Yeah. Or where uh, ET's looking at the Quiet Man on TV with John Wayne and uh, um, Maureen O'Hara, and remember he spins her around and he kisses her, and that's what he does. Remember the frogs are all released at the in the classroom mm-hmm. where Henry Thomas says, "I got to get rid of all these frogs. They're about to like kill and dissect frogs." And he ends uh. up releasing them. They're all over the room. <laughs> and that he stands up and he grabs that one girl and then kisses her exactly like how ET seeing that girl get kissed on the TV. Yeah. And that girl was uh <clears throat> Erica Leniak who became like the Playboy model. She was the girl from Under Siege. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, the cake. Yep, jumped yeah. out of the cake, man. She had done a whole bunch of different uh, movies back then. But it was just super fun, man. I, I mean, no one, there's no one out there that doesn't like E.T., that doesn't relate to several characters Until in they there. took the walkie-talkies and put the walkie-talkies in their hands. Yeah, <laughs> don't take, they, I don't think any of the... 
I'm sure there's versions of that out there still. Uh, I mean, the version I watch still has the guns in it. So that's crazy. Unlike the Star Wars, where you still can't get those originals, at least uh, ET was available for a while there. How about you? You're both you fans of ET. Oh yeah, ET? I I only saw it a couple of times when I was a kid, but really? I still I still remember my favorite scene is when they go trick or treating. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. he gets to go along with them trick or treating. Yeah. yeah. He comes across the Yoda character. There's yeah. a lot of great kind of like homages to his best friend, uh, George Lucas, in this movie. Because it was a big, this was 82. So you had already had Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. It had come out two years early and it was on the cusp of Return of the Jedi. So it was really, and every kid had those toys. I mean, how many times did we see this movie when we were younger? Oof. Probably 20, 25 times. We had more, seen, maybe. And we had a copy on VHS that someone had filmed in the theater. Really? Mm-hmm. Camcorder. Uh-huh. Because remember, it wasn't available on, on VHS for years and years and years. Hmm. I don't and remember. We had that. a copy that the Mahoney's had given us that was a. Someone had filmed in the theater yeah. on a VHS. Old school bootleg. Yeah, I don't Old even remember school. that. I know eventually it was played on HBO and we had we probably taped it off of there at some point. But I remember going in the theater the, the, and seeing uh, this. Single worst marketing decision of all time. By, yeah. by M&M's. Uh, Hershey's. Yeah, Hershey's yeah. or MMs. It was at Mars. Uh, MMs, yeah. the company. Yeah, we're not interested in being your candy in your little movie. Fucking idiot. Whatever, Reese's, Reese's Pieces, man. Yeah. Fucking still. I still eat Reese's Pieces, and every time I eat Reese's Pieces, I think E.T. <laughs> that are not to put them in a bowl. That's <laughs> the two things I think of. Do <laughs> uh, you have a favorite scene from E.T.? Um, I mean, the, the, run, scene e. Always, run. <laughs> the, scene, the scene that always gets me is he's dying some serious yeah. like adult shit yeah. thrown in this movie and uh let's teach kids death and yeah. this great you know he's all hey, fantasy hey, and did it with bambi and yeah. they're like you're killing him and then yeah. they, then you see the God, flower man. like you start to come they, to life. there was some and with the john williams music there were some emotional strings being pulled here oh right? yeah or when they got airborne over those guys yeah. with the walkie-talkies <laughs> and that music just kicked in and he goes in front of the fucking uh, moon, moon I've, yeah. I had only been on the Universal ride once but I enjoyed it I thought it was great oh I never I never, went, never on went on it, it? No. did you yeah, ever go good. on the Universal mm-hmm. ride yeah. yeah it was like I mean if you were a bigger person it would have been a tough ride to be on because you were basically on one of those bikes I mean the bike was attached to two other bikes and it was on a track and everything right. and everything but I remember being like really squeezed in on yeah. that bike I'm like man if you were a thicker dude I yeah. said, you might have been hard to be on <laughs> this thicker fucking, dude you shouldn't right? have been. Huffing it around in your room. <laughs> but it was cool. It was it was like one of those old school slow ass kind of roller coaster kind of rides at Universal. I've only been to Universal Studios once in my life. Yeah, isn't that where Jaws was? Yep, yeah, Jaws was I, there. I went King there Kong once. was there. I'd only been once. I'd love to go again. I went once. Oh, I, saw, I went on Jaws and I saw the Indiana stunt, Indiana Jones. That wasn't show. there. That was at MGM. That's MGM. MGM. Okay. Yeah, or now you. Hollywood Street, I think it's called. Huh. Or Hollywood Boulevard or something like that. Uh, that was always their big thing. But <clears throat> love DT. Can't say anything bad about it. If you have the Blu-ray, I cannot recommend highly uh, enough the two-hour documentary on it, which was filmed. It was all behind-the-scenes footage uh, that took place that people filmed with separate cameras during the set. And the documentary shows it in the uh, sequence that it was filmed. So at hmm. the very beginning of the film, they're filming E.T. getting lost in the woods. And it, and I don't think this... It's all the footage. It's not like... Uh, 
It's not like people in the studio talking about what we're about to see. It's like they just dumped all that footage that somebody compiled into a two-hour uh, documentary in there, and you just get to see it play out how a movie is made. And you get to see uh, Henry Thomas and Drew Barrymore. You really get to see how charismatic kids they were because they were in front of this camera a lot. And you got to go into the cubicles where they're doing schoolwork and everything, and they show what the kids have to do. He says, we have school because uh, they have like on the set I mean they have like school that yeah. they go through and the, you get to see them we're doing math class today and we're doing science and then later on I can film for an hour and then I go back and I do my English courses and everything yeah. and it's, it's fantastic to see that life that these kids grew up on and uh, obviously Drew Barrymore grew into a massive star I oh mean, yeah huge this and Firestar just kind of threw her up to do whatever she wanted and unlike a lot of those child stars Henry Thomas went on to do a few things I mean he was in Suicide Kings and uh, a couple things here and there he was in that creepy creepy what was that movie where he was like uh, oh I think it was uh, uh, what was the one where the girl got degloved uh, the Stephen King one when she was tied to the uh, the bed oh, uh, I don't know the name Gerald's Game yeah, Gerald's Game you remember it. I was talking about it though yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah. she had uh, a lot of that movie was her thinking back of uh, her like tumultuous relationship with her father and her life uh, while she was chained to that bed and her dad was Henry Thomas who was like molesting her and everything and I was like Elliot you made Elliot the guy to molest uh, them I said now what are you doing here <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was good at it though Henry Thomas still going strong uh, not as well as Drew Barrymore yeah. but I haven't seen Drew Barrymore in a while what's Mm-mm. Drew Barrymore been doing um, she has I know she's got a production company she's got that flower studio I yeah. think because she produced Donnie Darko and was in it and everything so I, I think she's she probably doing that the voice of Jillian on Family Guy but I haven't seen her on there in a while huh. Yeah, I forgot she's about just that. Brian's girlfriend. Life. Yeah, Brian's yeah. girlfriend. So funny. She's got such a recognizable voice, too. Oh, yeah. yeah she's great. All right, so yeah, E.T. If you haven't seen it, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm uh, going to go with 1987's The Monster Squad. Oh, love yes. this fucking movie, man. <laughs> such love a good movie, Love this fucking dude. movie. I own it like on DVD and Blu-ray. I uh, ba- vaguely remember it. I remember so renting it from the video store with my friend Joe Conley from the Christian school. Mm-hmm. We, I went to his house. We walked to uh, the video store. Then we walked to this like uh, ca- uh, like little old country store type of thing, got candy, went back to his house and watched it, and it just blew my fucking mind. Hmm. But I remember being young enough, where, and we were at the Christian school, so we were really sheltered and everything. And we're, I remember going to his mother and saying, uh, after watching the movie, because a big part of the movie was them trying to find a virgin that could read the uh, that reads the, right, the yeah. lines and everything. And I remember go- us going to his mom and saying, "Could a guy be a virgin?" Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, "Where'd you hear that?" Yeah, everything and telling her. And we, we, we figured out we probably started a, a bruja yeah. Christian school. What are they letting those kids? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, because it, that was a big element in the movie too. Yeah, so. um, and that was. Uh, Did it turn out she wasn't a virgin? No, no, no. Yeah, the sister. The older sister. sister. That's yeah, why they yeah, had yeah. to go with yeah, the little yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Phoebe. and uh, Phoebe the Phoebe. Yeah, and right. this is Phoebe now by my thumb there. Oh, yeah, she's head. gorgeous. It's yeah. a great documentary. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, the kid, uh, you know, the wolf man's got nards. He's, yes. he's dead. He, he's oh, not no. Like he's died. I do remember. His yeah, he died really young. Was uh, that Robbie Kiger? Uh, you'd have to show me his picture. I mean, it's the one that's black and white of a kid. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man. There's a great documentary on the Blu-ray for this. Really good. Like an hour and a half documentary. Follows all the kids. Talks to, uh, what, what's our guy's name from uh, Heat? The guy who plans the things. You know, he's 
grabbing the ideas from oh, there. He's Tom, also from Manhunter. Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan. Yeah, yeah, he played Frankenstein yeah. in this. <clears throat> and I love the guy who played Dracula. He was so good in this movie, Tom man. Tom Noonan. He's the creepiest SVU character ever. And, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uncle SVU. Rico played uh, the werewolf. Yeah, he in did. This, and he yeah. was great. His scene in this, not only did they make a great you werewolf. You got to lock me up. Yeah, I love him screaming, yeah. lock me up. Yeah. And he grabs oh. the guy's gun at yep. the police station and yep. shoots in the air. When you're uh, demanding to be locked up, man. Yeah, somebody like, put this motherfucker in jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really cool. Yeah, um, and so I, God, I, I mean, was a, we were the right age for this movie. Oh too, yeah, man. when you saw this movie, when you were at the right, like you were ten and twelve watching this movie, this movie was everything. Damn, that's a bummer, man. That is my. That's like one of my favorite lines of all time. Yeah. Wolfman's got nards. Yeah. At least we got yeah. that to remember him by. Yeah. That's the good thing when uh, at least when actors pass, we can. Uh, he have died that. as a kid. Uh, I don't think it was a kid. I think he was like twenty or thirty when he died. But I remember the, ki- smack, the other kids. Leads to crack. <clears throat> the other kids talking about it, and uh, the little girl. She was a, she was heavy in the documentary too. The girl Phoebe, and she was like, I had a crush on all these boys. She says they were all great. Uh, huh. and she tells a story about when that guy, when the guy who plays Dracula at the end, grabs her, and they didn't tell her she he was going to have his eyes and the oh, teeth in. Sorry. And her reaction was scared shitless. Really? Yeah, oh that was, yeah. That was real. Yeah. When she screamed, she's like, I was scared, and they had to take me off the set and kind of calm me down. Uh huh. Yeah, it was really good. I must, um, almost want to go home and watch the documentary. It was Brent Chalem. Is that, that, was, that, was, that, that was his that was name. name? Yeah. I love the the dad in this, too. The uh, the main kid's dad, the kid who wore that Stephen King Rules shirt. That's the uh, the guy from uh, Graveyard Shift who played the uh, the. <clears throat> the cotton, uh, Steve, uh, the guy with the really the thick main, main accent. accent. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He was really good in this. He, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff, but he was really great in that. Yeah, he died of pneumonia. Yeah, so the uh, pneumonia, man. Yeah, that's a shitty thing to die from too. Also, this guy Jason Hervey. Oh, Jason Harvey from Wonder Years, man. Yeah, yeah he was great. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was he's... the bully. He was the one that the uh, the other bully made like lick the thing on the ground. That's was right, it melted yeah. chocolate or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just a really fun movie. Yeah, I mean, um, it was. They showed at the beginning was like the uh, the backstory, you know, of, of how Dracula the, of how Dracula was kind of thrown away with the amulet and everything, yeah. and the words in the book and everything, and yeah. they had to uh, not until they got into high school and everything, and uh, <clears throat> I think it was like. 200 years later it jumped forward and everything yeah uh, and they had like some funny thing on the screen said 200 years later we screwed it all up or something yeah that's right uh, yeah and they found the creepy german guy yeah who, who lived in town and he was like I, I remember he was translating the the scribe to the little girl yeah. and like oh that's such a cool that last scene man yeah it was great and then yeah. when that one tough kid had to take out all dracula's uh like those ladies the vampire vampire rem- vampires yeah i remember them but i don't remember that particular part of the yeah. scene when they're coming at the end and he's got like he's got like a spikes on like a crossbow kind of like uh walking dead style and he Mm -hmm. starts taking each one of them out and everything and he has to end up using one by hand but they all had a different element to play at the end you know and um the fat kid horse he played uh he's the one who took out the like creature from black lagoon creature that's right which looked awesome yeah man. it did really it cool really did. all their creatures yeah man. i'm not sure who did the special effects for it i almost want to say it was rick baker who came on to do it uh in this movie because it was really well done every single uh one specifically the werewolf it, it's hard to get a cool looking werewolf you know sometimes people like really kind of go overboard sometimes for a reason too i think like joe dante with the howling 
Silver he, he had that silver bullet. It, it was an all right werewolf, but it wasn't. It wasn't great. Not like this. This was very yeah. reminiscent to the old kind of Lawrence Talbert kind of werewolf movies and everything. But uh, they really went above and beyond with this. And uh, I, I love the idea of Dracula kind of like gathering all those different monsters up. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And that none of the adults believe you and everything, and the kids, we got to take care of yeah. this ourselves and everything. Yeah, and I love when uh, when Frankenstein shows up yeah. and, you know, the little girl's just sitting yeah. there, like, holding his yeah. hand. Like, Don't be chicken shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> that right, yeah. Um, yeah. It says makeup department, uh, special effects was Matt Rose and yeah. John Rosengrant. No, I don't recognize um, either. They did a fabulous job. Dr. Rosen. Dr. Yeah, Rosen, Rosen? Rosen. You know what's really funny is, two days ago I was listening to the pod where we... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, where we were talking about that was, like, one of your favorite scenes. <laughs> Dr. Rosen penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a cult, cult classic, yeah. man, this movie, man. And I, it's still... I'm surprised a lot of people, more people don't talk about it. But they have, like showings of this like midnight showings every uh on the anniversary and everything and <laughs> uh, yeah well yeah maybe a movie theaters are going up <laughs> titillated with tv coming up soon titillated with streaming services yeah. <laughs> if you can get it to stream yeah uh, yeah good one is there a particular favorite scene you have in the movie? I, I mean it's, it's just wolfman's, that whole, it, it's wolfman's it's got wolfman's, yeah. you know like they that's a great element i mean they went into that house that whole scene in that house was mm-hmm. really really great I gave this to, uh, I had a, I had, before I got the Blu-ray copy, I had a DVD copy of it. I gave it to uh, Tina from, uh, as like a movie set present at Mm -hmm. the end of production and everything, because she had not, she's like, oh my God, I forgot totally about that movie. I need that movie. It's just so hard to find. And I tried to get it a week ago. I said, I'm about to buy the Blu-ray. You can have my old DVD. And she's like, oh my God, that's great. Hell yeah. So yeah, it's one of those movies that people forget about until somebody brings up to them and they were like, oh man, I totally forgot about that movie. It's so much fun. Mm. They need to do that again, man. Remake that movie. I'd be all about it. Let's do it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. All right, Dave, what do you got? This one I had I just saw for the first time, and, oh. it, and it's probably one of those ones where I probably would have never watched it. Yeah, had we not, things were happening. Things were happening. <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't have uh, like child performer, yeah, uh, topic, and it was uh, Spy Kids. Yeah, I, they were this good, man. I've seen each of them once, and I barely remember any of them. I remember Stallone being the villain in number three, and it was really, really good. At him in it, was he really was a villain. In yeah, it? he was good in it, man. The, uh, These are Robert Rodriguez, which yeah. is a very different departure for Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. I mean, we know yeah. him from uh, from Dust Till Dawn and Desperado and all that type of stuff. He's but. usually blood and in, in yeah. Mutant. I mean, yeah. watch, watch <laughs> Planet Terror. Machete. I mean, that's yeah. that's what. Well, you're that was of. funny because he was he was. One of the people. This had a crazy cast. Oh yeah, hmm. the the bad guys were uh, was uh, Monk, yeah, Tony Shalhoub huh. and uh, Alan Cumming, Alan Alan Cummings, Cummings, yep, and uh, Antonio Banderas was the was the. Was the dad? Was the dad? And the Carla, mother was Carla Gugino from yeah, uh, from um, from Gerald's Sin, Game Ger- in Sin City. In Sin City, she's also man son-in-law. But these two kids, uh, Alexa. Penavega and Daryl Sabra. Yeah, they both grew up to be like uh, models. <laughs> they were great. Yeah. They were so good. Really good. They, they were young in that whole first movie one. too. They were the they carried this movie. Yeah, they they were smart with this movie that they did those like an, a year apart. So these kids were were even in the third one. I think they were kids, and they may even worked in. They may have been more after three. I don't know. So wait, did Danny Trejo play Machete? Yeah. Yeah. That's he, I, I'm gonna go watch this movie just so I can see well, that. Well, he, ju- that, he that just original. he just that was just his name. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. He ran a company called Machete too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it was, it was. So what's the premise? What's the so kind of uh... the premise is that they were super spies. Of the, the parents were super spies, and then one of their last missions was to capture and kill yeah. each other, and they ended up like falling in love yeah. and like getting out of the business. It's kind of like Incredibles, man. and then when you yeah, think about it, it's exactly like the Incredibles exactly. without superpowers. Mr. They're just and Mrs. A, Smith. Yeah, Mr. Smith. Yeah, that yeah. was definitely. And so something happens, and they get he had they got drawn back in. Alan Cummings uh, has this children's TV show with these weird characters in it, and what you find out is he had this like machine that would morph people into these weird kind of crazy looking things mm-hmm. and he was capturing all the British spies mm-hmm. and turning them into his TV characters huh. and uh, it was just a funny movie because Tony Shalhoub was his name was Minion mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was he was a diabolical like Alan Cummins just wanted to have his TV show yeah. but he was supposed to be the mastermind that was going to produce a ro- robot kids that could replace government leaders kids and take over the world but he was looking for this weird like third brain to give them all intelligence mm-hmm. and so the parents come out of retirement to and but get kidnapped mm-hmm. and held by alan cummings yeah and so the kids had to do had it to, so cheat shows up it, it plays their <laughs> uncle every, he wasn't really uh, every robert rodriguez yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cheat shows up and says get to the safe house and gives them like puts them in this little thing that takes them to the safe house and then they find out their parents were spies but then you know they wanted to be spies too, so it it was just lots of gadgets. It was good because it, tons it, and tons it, of gadgets. It was it was great because it was the that first movie was them figuring it out uh, who their parents were and what they actually do and having to rescue them and everything. By by two and three, they were like, "We're doing this together." Man. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Was you, should, you should definitely I, check out. I the, at least want to see number two. Well, three three was awesome. Oh, okay, three was almost as good know. as uh, almost as good as the first one. That was what everyone was surprised about when they made these spy kids movies that they got just as good. I'm not. sure sure if two was as good but three i know was surprisingly good because you had stallone on it and i think they had made it 3d at that point uh and everything but it was it was one of those great if we terry had grown was in his, uh who was terry hatcher oh yeah and she like she's beautiful oh yeah they're real but she let her fabulous <laughs> <laughs> she let she got her hair burned off by one of the jet packs uh-huh. and then she just did the rest of the movie with a ball cap. That's with like, awesome. With like pieces of hair, pieces of hair coming out. Yeah. And it was like, wow. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch this. I'm wondering if Netflix has the first one. I bet they have the other two on they there. Probably do. Yeah. So I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, it was really good. I Like I said, I, I think if we were a younger age too, this would have been our like favorite oh, yeah, movie yeah. as a kid. For you sure. Know, it's like Sky High. You I laughed, Sky High? I laughed through this whole movie. Yeah. And I, and That's great. Did you ever seen uh, Sky High? That was the one where uh, Kurt... Russell was the father, and they had kids who were superheroes. I did see they that, went, one. that They one went was to school yeah. and everything. Also, very Incredibles type. Yeah, like it was, that it one was, was fun, funny. man. Yeah. You, they're teaching the kids don't use your uh, superpowers at school, but then yeah. they have to for some reason or whatsoever. But all right, my next one here, and I'll go a little dark. Well, kind of a little dark on the last two, but we'll see. Yeah. I left all my right. dark one. <laughs> of course, you did. Me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so this one, 1993, I saw this in the theater. I thought it was great. Uh, Elijah Wood, Macaulay Culkin, The Good Son. Oh. Man, this was... uh... If I let you go, (laughs) do you think you could fly? (laughs) Exactly, man. Uh, Really creepy. And this was filmed 
his father, uh, Macaulay's father was kind of a diehard kind of tyrant who was trying to control Macaulay's uh, career at this time. To the point where, remember, Cully had eventually had to get emancipated yes, from him and everything. And they, I'm not sure if they have any contact at all. But he weaseled, he got the first director knocked off the picture, Macaulay's father. Really? And then he had, they were going to cast somebody else. And he said uh, to the production company, apparently it was the same ones that do Home Alone. They said, uh, you don't let Macaulay play this role, he won't be in Home Alone 2. And they were what? like, all right, I guess Macaulay's going to be in The Good Son. Wow. <laughs> I mean, and good for him for fighting for him because this he was, was filmed awesome like uh, i luckily oh, no, for them, was. Uh, absolutely they were that was filmed at around the same time as home alone 2 lost in new york which luckily came out before this movie <laughs> lost in new york it's a grid system <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, l- luckily for him though that uh the home alones had come out before this so he had been done mm. he had done the home alone movies now you mm. you could tell oh mccully's gonna branch out to do other stuff but not the great Donald Trump. Uh, was in Elijah Wood. Yeah, was. Elijah Wood was absolutely incredible oh, yeah. in this movie, man. Yeah. And a lot of people forget about him. I remember him. My first time I saw him was him. in Avalon. Avalon. He was probably seven years old, and he was so amazing. You were like, "Oh my god, man!" And obviously, gone on to be Fred, uh, Frodo. Uh, Fredo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was you. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that Precious. goddamn ring, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he obviously had a huge career. First I love, thing I, love I ever Elijah saw Wood. him in was uh, North. North, yeah, great North. I, I wanted to pick that one, or but War, I couldn't do you remember, remember War it. with uh, no. Kevin Costner mm-hmm. and him, and it was like the 60s, and it was a really, really good one. Uh, yeah, Elijah Wood had a huge career, almost as big as McCully, but obviously McCully uh, doing Uncle Buck and the Home Alones kind of set him it's up for life. Dangerous Lives of uh, What was that show uh, that he did? No, that's, uh, that's our guy. What's That's the other kid from uh, Milk. Okay. Was what was the show Elijah Woods did with the like imaginary Wilford. dog? Okay, Wilford, yeah, 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 with I, the with the guy in the floppy dog. Suit. Yeah, I never actually got to see great. that, but the I heard it was great. Was good. The first season it, was good. It got a little old after the uh-huh. second one, and we kind of got most FX shows are like that. The first start off super strong, right. and Really great, and then they kind of then they eh. just coast for two seasons. And you're, you're, you're it's arguing, a great formula. You're arguing with your wife. Do we really want to continue this? <laughs> yeah. I'll watch it. You don't have to <laughs> type of thing. But so what's going on in this movie is uh, Elijah Wood is staying with uh, Macaulay Culkin and his mother and father. Uh, Elijah Wood's dad is actually, uh, you know, that tall guy from um, The Green Mile, Mm -hmm. Uh, the one that's a guard with Tom Hanks. I can't remember his name, man. He he also played George Washington in the uh, John Adams miniseries. He was really good in it. He played a uh, a small role. Yeah, he was in concussion. He was one of the guys that fucking lost it yeah, at the beginning. Like, he was living in his car. Yeah, really good actor too. I can't. His name escapes me. He's right tasering himself. From yeah, tasering himself in oh, life, yeah. man. Uh, uh, Justin's looking it up. David right now. Morse. David Morse. Yeah, yeah. he's really good. Uh, so Elijah Woods got to uh, live with McCully, and they were like, "Oh, we're cousins, man. We're gonna be best friends now, and everything." And he realizes that McCully's got a dark streak. And I don't know if this is this isn't a direct remake of the Bad Seed, but obviously it's really straight up like the bad seed if you ever seen the bad seed it's awesome awesome black and white movie with that creepy ass girl who's killing people like throwing people down fucking stairways and shit like that yeah, i don't know if i've uh, seen that or not the really good but the, the big scene in this one is remember obviously had that creepy scenes where he's he's kind of teasing elijah wood and just being overly mean with him and uh like you said if i let you go you think you could fly type of situation yeah. but that overpass scene do you remember the scene with the overpass yes, man dude. where they bring the dummy yeah that elijah makes and elijah woods uh or mccully makes and elijah woods like helping them carry it and they don't realize what's going on and they set him up on the overpass and there's a busy ass street uh, 
highway behind him. It's like an interstate highway behind him. And they're just sitting up there, and before you can realize it, uh, Macaulay just dumps the dummy overwoods and starts this, like, 12-kyle pileup, man. And you're like, and Elijah's, like, making phone calls to his dad. Things aren't right. This kid is messed up. You need to get me the fuck out of here, and no one will believe him. And the mom is, like, well, is totally obviously siding with her son. Yeah, but he... Yeah, that way for it. I, I guess we'll spoil a little bit of it. He did that thing that Matt used to do, where like, um, he used to he would tease you, and then when you did something, remember when he had him in his bedroom, and he he was like threatening him with a knife. Yeah. And yeah finally, yeah. what's his name? Like, held him down right as his dad opened the door, so it made it look like he was the aggressor. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and and then he's like, very cleverly done mm-hmm. too, man. And. uh Macaulay kills his own sister. Yeah. He kills his own sister on the ice. Yeah. He, like, swings her and everything, and Elijah Wood knows it's going to happen. He's, yeah. He's, like, trying to get her away from uh, Macaulay, and he gets separated, and Macaulay's sister, who, who is actually Macaulay's sister in this right. movie, looks yeah. just like him. Uh, and I wonder what she looks like now. And uh, she, so Dead. he's spinning her around. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Uh, so he's spinning her around on the ice and throws her into the danger zone where it's blocked off and everything. And she falls into the ice, and, and Macaulay's just sitting there watching it as they trying to pull her out of there and everything. And you're like, what the fuck? I said, this kid is fucked up, man. And... Uh, all the way to the end, man. At the on the cliffs, man. It was this was. I don't know where this was filmed, but it was it looked had a lot of cliffs. Dangerous. Yeah, she. That's basically what she looked like in the movie. And Macaulay's got that same. Uh, Macaulay, the Culkins all have that gene where they all kind of look the same. Yeah. Uh, arguably, the biggest one now is uh, Rory. Uh, is no, it's what's the other one? Uh, the one from Succession. Uh, the oh. one from Igby. I thought that it, was Rory. It was it Rory? Yeah. I, because there's another one that was in uh, Castle Rock who, who isn't uh, as famous as him. Uh, check out, see who's in Succession. Uh, Succession was is that HBO show that's really popular. Uh, that I've only seen the first episode. You'd love it. I, I could tell already that it would be the show that you really like. Uh, but at the very end of the movie, they they're on Kieran, the, uh, Kieran Culkin. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. he's the really big one right now. Uh, Macaulay still does his podcast, uh, The Bunny Ears, and he's he's really good. And he's still obviously in. Uh, oh, he's going to be in the new uh, American Horror Story. That's the only reason I'm going to watch it. Hmm. I, I watched the first episode of every one, and then I'm always like, "Yep, I'm out." Yeah, he had a he had a. Um, he's the only thing will get me back he, watching it though. He had an article in Rolling Stone or yeah, or like Wired a or Variety something. or something like that recently. It was really good. Yeah. They, I, Talks about the Michael Jackson and all that stuff. Yeah, but he also talks up. about like being so happy he got out, he had the yeah. opportunity. I'm, to I'm get telling out. you, the, the best interview I ever had, and I know he does a Joe Rogan uh, podcast. I haven't listened to it yet, but the Kevin Smith one that he did with him was so amazing. It's like two hours. So he goes into the. This is how I got the job for Uncle Buck, and this is what John Hughes did for me that got me this job that I did that, and he breaks down everything his whole life and how he went to uh, a boarding school with this actor and this actor and, and talked all about it. it was very eye opening and uh, amazing. But the end of The Good Son, if you haven't seen The Good Son, you want to uh, uh, keep it spoiler-free. You should jump forward like 60 seconds because it's, it's super easy. It's uh, the, So the mom has got these two kids on the edge of the cliff, yeah. and she's holding on to both of them and everything, and they're both looking up with those wide eyes, big eyes. Mom, don't save me. Aunt so-and-so, yeah. uh, save me. Mm-hmm. And she, she knows what her son well, her has son done. Her son just tried to kill her like 30 seconds Yeah, like early. throw yeah. her off, yeah. and she dragged herself back up. 
So she lets Macaulay go. Oh, yeah. And Macaulay falls to his death and just dies on the rocks yeah. below him. And you're like, wow, this was a fucked up movie you didn't expect to see, man. It, it was exciting in 93, especially just to see these well, little kids. And to see him, that, that change from Home Alone oh, yeah. to that. I mean, like, this is our Home Alone. I saw it in the theater. I remember yeah. seeing it in the theater. And then back to Home Alone. No, I Home know. Alone was released before this. Two. Mm-hmm. Two was yeah, released yeah. before this. That's why I said it was at least good that they released. Oh, he was done with those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I mean, Richie Richie went on to do and some of those types of stuff. I almost put that on my list. That was a fun movie. Yeah, it was fun. He yeah. talks about that on the Kevin Smith pod, too. A, a lot about the Richie Rich stuff. Uh, so, yeah. All right, number ones. All right. Um, Matthew Lawrence, another family. Oh, yeah, another one that actors. has that strong Joey. gene where they all look the yeah. same. Whoa. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tales from the Dark Side. Oh. Which, Tales of the Dark which, Side. Which Paul gave me last week, and I could not like, wait to go home. I gotta figure out how to yeah. get this movie up. Yeah, no, Holds yeah. up, does it? Oh, my oh, yeah. gosh. Such dude, a great I had flick, man. such a fun time watching yeah. that. The cat. Deborah Harry. That's all his scenes are done with Deborah Harry, the lead singer of Blondie. Huh. Yeah. That's that who the woman the, that's the gonna put him lady? in the yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's uh, Deborah Harry, yeah. man. Yeah, and so his role in this is that he's a kid who's being held captive in this woman's kitchen who's gonna cook him. Yeah. yeah. Very know? Hansel and Gretel type Absolutely. Uh, style. Um and even at one point, like she opens the oven and like pulls the pan out and it's like a child sized aluminum. With all the foiled, vegetables yeah, and shit. Absolutely, you know. Um, and she's like figuring out the math. She's like seventy five pounds. By it's very normal, you yeah. know, for her. Like, sorry, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, she's like, I gotta have you in the oven by uh, by one thirty, you know. <laughs> and he's like, and she had given him this book to read, and it's you know, it's all these tales and it's stuff a, it's like a great that. thread because you have all these like you you think back with Creep Show yeah. or uh, how it's told yeah. the the comic book or different thing, and he is basically the thread that tells all these stories. Yeah. He's, he's telling them to Deborah Harry just basically to prolong. Uh, his life in, yeah. in that little cell and everything. Yeah. So not to get uh, too off on that part, what were the, briefly, what were the three stories? So you had So it was the, Lot 249. Um, well, you didn't know from, the name of it and everything. Yeah. You did just uh, see it, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cat from Hell and then, um, oh, damn, what's the, gargoyle the last one? one? The gargoyle yeah, one. Um, I think it's called like The Promise or something yeah, like that. Yeah, The Promise, that makes sense. Um, was, uh, that one stuck with me for oh. a while and, and I can, I remember one time I was trying to explain something to you, and I used that as an analogy, and you yeah. and I hadn't, I couldn't remember where it was from, yeah. and then you told me, I was like, shit, I gotta go see that. Again. Yeah, I saw this one in yep. the theater. James too. Remar and Ray uh, Don Sean were in that one. The second one was David Johansson and uh, the the dad from uh, Christmas Vacation, yeah, the grandfather, yeah. Wayne yeah. Hickey. Uh, was I love that. his and then voice. The first one was Christian Slater and uh, Steve Buscemi. The first thing I think yeah. I've ever seen Steve Buscemi. Oh yeah, definitely. Was that movie. Yeah. It was really, really, I forgot really that good. he was in it until yeah. I saw it the other day. It was and I'm like, oh, one my of his. Gosh. First things after well, like the, the firefighter job. One so, was the Indian. That's a story. No, no that's no. Uh, creep show too. Yeah, no. So lot two forty nine. Um, Christian Slater and one of his like preppy buddies, who's like kind of an asshole. Um, and Julianne Moore um, is that yeah, guy. Yeah. Is that guy's? Um, she's Christian Slater's brother, and she's dating this kind of douchebag. Um, and the douchebag got this uh, very famous like uh, scholarship. It, mm-hmm. it, you know, I can't remember. Any, but it might have been, yeah. Um, and so uh, Steve Buscemi was his competitor, mm-hmm. and Julianne Moore like made the project for the douchebag guy and beat Steve Buscemi mm-hmm. out of his uh, scholarship. So he orders this package you know and it comes in christian slater and a douchebag i don't know his name and he's not famous i'm sorry yeah i don't have the cast pulled up (laughs) um and so 
he like tells him to like help him bring him inside, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and he does, and they open the crate and it's a mummy and like inside the mummy is a scroll and eventually, read it. yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> Not is, read from the book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm like Steve Buscemi like knew, you know, yeah. but before he does that, like he explains about how they take the brain out with the hook and they oh, yeah, put the flowers. Yeah. Put the flowers and the organs and everything like that. And, and like everything he explains, the mummy fucking does. Yeah. And like, Oh, it's so good, dude. And uh, jump forward to the cat one. That cat jumping down uh, under throat, out of right? his throat or into his in throat. His throat. It's, it's no, it's it's in his stomach. Yeah, yeah. it's in his stomach. And, and when he comes in, he's laying dead on the floor and you're like, "Where's the cat?" And the stomach just starts yeah. moving up and down and uh, dude, Great it effect. was dude, yeah. it was hard to watch. Yeah. Like it, like still- then the cat yeah, just gets like, out and he's just licking himself yep, and, just hanging out yeah. just like what's up, you know. Um, yeah, and then that great Ray Don Chan. Uh, I love yeah. that gargoyle, man. Yeah. That gargoyle just special effects. Really it was really great, went out. man. And well the done. the um, This was supposed to be Creep Show 3. And it, they something fell through and it became Tales of the Dark Side. Really? Yeah, that was the original hmm. kind of idea behind it. Um, but yeah, the the special effects when the gargoyle like cut people open, oh, yeah. like it was giant and tears voice, and, and rips. Then you see the yeah. baby gargoyles at oh, the end. Oh man, yeah, like yeah. Oh. I was just telling Dave I had uh, listened to uh, I've been listening to some of the old Joe Rogan pods with some of the celebrities he had, and I just listened to the Tommy Chong one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't mention his daughter in it and everything, but it was such a fascinating thing. Uh, and it, uh, I was Are just, they a strain? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they are or not. I haven't seen Ray Don Chan in th- shit years. I don't know uh, yeah, what the hell she had done, but it was a fascinating podcast to hear Tommy Jong Doc uh, about everything in his life. So you didn't mention her though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, how does one. it? How does it end? How would uh, tell us how the uh, oh, that s- thing with s- Deborah Harry ends? Well, so he ends up um, escaping. S- 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 yeah. yeah Wait, he, how does he, he do that? But doesn't he kick her into the oven? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. does. Um, like cancel girl stuff. Yeah, I, well, and that's the thing. I just saw it, and I'm just now. I'm trying to remember how exactly he gets out. Um, he fools her somehow. She opens the gate up, and he's reading from the book as if he's making it up, right? Yeah, and then oh, it's actually happening. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. exactly yeah. yeah. Um, and and it just turns out that like you know he just like made up his own story or yeah. whatever. And yeah, yeah. yeah, he tells her exactly what's going to happen. She tripped or something like that. And then she does like yeah. what he's saying. Is right. And, um, yeah. And he literally says like, and he breaks free and he puts her in the oven and, you know, runs away. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens. You know, fun, she goes, man. she goes into the oven burning up, man. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a great movie. Matthew dude. Lawrence. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> they had done a lot of stuff together too. I mean, he was in Boy Meets World, and then they uh, that they had their the brothers. They had a whole show with about the Lawrence brothers, and I don't know Reality if it show? lasted. No, it was like a sitcom, uh, but it lasted for like two seasons or something like that. Black helicopters. But yeah, it's weird how some people have those genes where they all look where they all look alike. You know, I mean, they really do. Uh, all right, Dave, what's your number one? Number one, a little dark, a little dark. Uh, mud, mud. I love My name mud, is mud, man. Ty, Ty Sheridan. I like or, the mud. Oh, the uh, other kid Ty too? Sheridan and Jacob Laughlin, I think his name is. Ty Sheridan's <laughs> fucking incredible. Both of them are great. Yeah. But movie. Ty Sheridan's really made a career. Yeah. I mean, he's the Ready Player One kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he obviously, he was in, uh, I always confuse people, confuse it, and I do myself. I confuse Joe with Mud. The two one-word things, they both star Ty. I confuse I Joe, Mud, and Killer Joe. 
Killer Joe, I don't because that's very distinctive, uh, a little bit different. But it does have McConaughey in it, so I can see that kind of uh, being confusing. But uh, I love Joe, man. Ty Sheridan was so good in Joe. Uh, but I loved Mud too. I remember watching it for the first time, and he—I think he was even younger in Mud uh, than he was in. I think Mud came before Joe. So, why don't you tell us like the the brief uh, kind of synopsis of what's going on? So here. it's like they're in like Arkansas on the river. Mm-hmm. And it's like a depressed. Yeah, he's got a great accent. This kid. Yeah, yeah, you could tell he just and, seems uh, like a local. Him and his friend, I, I guess they're they're they go on adventures and and they go they get on their boat and they go to this island where they ha- must have been a hurricane yeah. or a they flood. They assume it's unoccupied. They island. find a boat. Yeah, like stuck in the tree, like twenty feet up in the tree. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? And so they go up there. And they're hanging out, and they're like, this is great. This, this is our new playhouse, you know? Yeah. And uh, they find bread that's not moldy. Yeah. And uh, they're like, somebody's here. Yeah. yeah. And so they go back down to their boat to get ready to leave, and then they see footprints. And they're like, fuck, someone's here, like, right now, here. And uh, that math McConaughey just pops up, you know, all <laughs> disheveled. And he's living out there on the island. And you obviously think something's... Like he's he had you don't find out until like halfway. Yeah, through. you knew something's up with him. You, you don't know what. He's obviously on the lamb, right. hiding from something. Hiding yeah. from something. He said he's waiting for somebody. Reese White and with Reese with uh, very wow. small kind of role for her too. Yeah. Like and just, all grittied up. Too. Yep, very gritty. You could tell that this was an indie movie that she must have just read and kind of related to, and she's like, "I'll come in and do and it." Who? Um, the mother was the the one that stars in the American Horror Stories. Oh, Angelica? No, uh, um, Jessica Lang? No. Uh, oh, you th- you're saying the uh, the girl from Six Feet Under? The girl who played Joker's mom? mom? Uh, no, no. Um, who else from American Horror Story? Who we got else? The pretty one. Connie Brighton? No. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> I'm running out of people here. I'm working on it. Well, look up Mud. That's probably yeah. the easiest Mud. way to look up. She's um, she's lesbian, and she's married to that writer. Sarah Paulson? Yeah, Sarah Paulson. Oh, Sarah Paulson, yeah. Yeah, her name mother. is Sarah Paulson. <laughs> her name is Sarah Paulson. Well, now we know I totally is. forgot she was in this. Um, and the dad, um, yeah, what's his, his dad name? was Sam Shepard. Was it Sam yeah. Shepard was yeah. Mud's dad? Yeah, but the other kid's dad. The only thing I remember him from is from uh, that uh, Coen Brothers movie um, when they they didn't pay us fifty dollars to sing in the can. No, oh, yeah, he oh, was. Brother, where he was the other suitor, Stephen. Ru- oh no, I know you're talking about. The, yeah, that was that. Like, yeah, he's really good. Beat the fuck out of. Him. Yeah, he was in something else. Cool. Oh, he was great in uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, he was, was he really okay, good cool. in that? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So Ooh. basically, they start. They start. They have a friendship with, with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, they, he's just like this cool guy we're hanging yeah. out with, and he's like, I tell you what, if you guys bring me some food, yeah, I'll give up the boat because he had. He's like nine tenths of the law, man. He's like, I've been in this boat. It's not your boat anymore. So yeah. he gave. He said, I'll trade you the boat mm-hmm. if you help me. So yeah. they. You soon find out that Reith Witherspoon is his girlfriend or love interest, and uh, she's in town. Then you find out that um, Matthew McConaughey killed her last husband mm-hmm. after he threw her down the stairs, and she had a miscarriage, and then couldn't have kids anymore. He showed up and killed him, hmm. but then um, it's funny. The guy who the so they killed he killed this guy, and then in Texas, and then the guy's family all came from Texas mm-hmm. to try to kill him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember the end. Yeah. This is fucking great. But I the, don't remember the um, the dad 
was uh, it was like on a river or on the yeah, boat on yeah, the yeah, river yeah, on the yeah, boat, yeah, the boat yeah. um, but his dad the the guy who's got was uh, the guy in Fletch when he took him down to the jail cell yeah any last yeah. requests oh yeah. Jodon Baker can I call my mother yeah yeah Jodon Baker wow nope no but um. I mean, I mean, that the last, last scene him. was great. Yeah. Because uh, Mud's dad was across the yeah, river. Sam Shepard, yeah. With a sniper rifle. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, taking out. It was a, like close close quarter combat. Yeah. With Have you seen this? Have you seen Mud's? I saw it yeah. once. Um, very gritty. Right when it came out on yeah. Redbox. But the kids <clears throat> were great. The kids. <clears throat> yeah, very great indie movie. And that's what you kind of gathered out of it when you saw it, especially the Ty Sheridan, that these kids are the next crop of child actors that's going to be like really really good yeah that was it was a fantastic thriller you know mm-hmm. really great thriller movie you could tell that they didn't have to spend a whole shitload of money doing it nope. it didn't come out in the movie theater it was like a digital only type flick that was released that i had to hear from a couple different people that hey this mud movie is really good everyone should check it out i so. watch everything with matthew mcconaughey do you yeah huh I, yeah uh one of his best. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> one of his best things. That, no, actually, that's not true. He's done a couple of romantic comedies I haven't seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does some um, stuff. But, but uh, more times than not, he is good though. That Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, he's great. Oh, man. So funny. He's still never seen that one. Oh, it's so good, good, man. Yeah, really I know good. It is. Yeah, it's emotional too. It's like, uh, I know. That's why I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what's his name? Was great in it too. Mr. Oh, I'm going to chill in the desert. I'm going to the desert. <laughs> I'm going to the desert yeah. and ignore everything. Yeah. <laughs> played a, a, uh, a, a cross-dressing... Uh, yeah, I mean... Character. Character. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she was AIDS good. He was patient. great. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, what's her name was one of her better movies, too. Uh, yeah, who else? Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. I forgot she was in this, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, great. He's in Ty Sheridan is going to go down to do a lot of stuff too. And you, what was his friend's name in this? He was also uh, really good. Jacob at it. Laughlin. Yeah, Jacob Laughlin. He was really good in too. I don't know what he's going to do, but Ty Sheridan. I mean, once you get that Spielberg flick of Ready Player One, you can do whatever the hell you want after that. Yeah, he's definitely he's recognizable too. You know. Um, all right, this next kid, and this is a kid who's been in a bunch of movies right now too, and he is the next big kid, man. This is a movie that I don't think a lot of people saw. It's like an Amazon Prime original. And I had heard uh, through the grapevine that it was really, really good. This kid was also in uh, Ford versus Ferrari. He played Christian Bale's uh, kid in that movie, and his name is Noah Jupe. And this is 2019's Honey Boy. And this should have gotten an award, man. This is, uh, this is all Shia LaBeouf. This is oh, the I'm Shia LaBeouf yeah. story. Okay. Uh, it was about the, about his life, about really? growing up. So Noah Jupe is playing Did young Shia LaBeouf, and Shia LaBeouf is life? playing his father. Oh, wow. It's a fucked up life. Fucked up. So Shia Balou, uh, people don't realize the life he had when he was younger and kind of the tumultuous kind of relationship he had with his dad. His dad was an ex- uh, rodeo clown kind of uh, stunt man. Once a rodeo clown, always a rodeo. Yeah, he was also a stunt man. He was a stunt man. He was annoying as hell, and he was not a good dad. And he was like taking care of Shia through the whole thing. And he's calling uh, Shia LaBeouf's character Honey Boy. And uh, I've heard stuff about the making of this movie that uh, Shia had to trick his dad into signing the rights over of his of his own life into it because he told him someone famous. He, he told him like. Jack Nicholson was going to play him in the movie or something. <laughs> I don't know who it was. Yeah. And then Shia went went on to play his own dad. Right, yeah. And, and it probably uh, wasn't flattering. <clears throat> oh, it wasn't flattering, man. And it was the stuff that he had to... He put 
this kid through some serious, serious shit, man. And it was it was hard to watch at times. I kind of figured that after you see some of the craziness that he's done. In- he's an interesting dude. He's man. an interesting dude, and he's coming out now with some of the best work he's done. And I've I've never kind of. Uh, Straight away from him, Crystal I always skull, thought man. Uh, There's no beating. he wasn't the reason. <laughs> he wasn't the reason that sucked, though. I mean, no, he no, wasn't. I've, no. I've seen probably digital monkeys was the reason that sucked. except yeah. for these two that like just got released yeah. the, um, the the peanut, peanut butter, butter falcon, falcon and which Honey I hear Boy. is amazing. Which um, I except seen. for those two, I think I probably have seen every movie of his. Well, you probably haven't seen uh, Nymphomaniac one and two. That's the Lars von Trier movies. Okay, well, uh, really uplifting. Yeah, you know, he's one you, of the most probably uplifting don't directors that's ever made. That's the Antichrist guy. Yeah, you don't want to dance in the dark. Dance in the dark. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So like every movie except the one that I probably wouldn't yeah. watch anymore. He's really, really good. Uh, when Fury came out, that's when people made that turn with yeah. him because people were all pissed off. That's when he was wearing the. Remember, he he wore the bag over his head in public, saying, "I'm not famous on it." Then he didn't would, he do that weird those art exhibits where yeah, he would let people weird. scream and yell at him in yeah. it, and uh, it was very strange the stuff yeah. he was doing, and people were like, "What the hell's going on with Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> like, man?" I got to tell my backstory so people will understand how fucked yeah. up I am. So I'm in the stuff with uh, in, in like Fury where his scar, the scar they put on him wasn't real enough. So he cut his own face yeah. to get the proper uh, scar. And you're like, what yeah. the hell? Is he still kind of crazy or is he crazy? He's yeah. just really good and committed actor. What's that one where him and, um, oh, Fuck, they're they're bootleggers. Um, oh yeah, the Lawless. Yeah. Lawless, yeah, yeah. Man, that movie was with uh, fucking... Bane. What was yeah, his I'm, name? Tom Hardy. And, uh, Tom Hardy yeah. and uh, Jessica Chastain. I think was in it. Was good. It was good. It was yeah, really it was good. good. Uh, and I loved him in it. I I Shia LaBeouf is probably one of the better actors acting right now. That certainly that people don't realize he is. He still has that stigma where people just roll their eyes. And, yeah. Because uh, he had done a lot of stuff, and when. The time period that Honey Boy took place, he was doing TV and he was doing this stuff. And his, his father was just pushing him to do these things he didn't want to do. And uh, there's some great emotional scenes where uh, Noah Jupe's just screaming and crying on camera saying, you're not a good dad. You think yeah. you're a good dad. You're not a good dad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, and he is basically... Uh, He's basically supporting his own dad. Shia Booth's career is supporting his own dad, and his dad's showing up on the set, and everyone's like rolling their eyes. And like like oh, what? It's very similar. You you, you kind of get that impression that it's like that, and a lot of these child I think actors. Lindsay Lohan's who, parents. Yep. Are sort of oh like yeah, that they're too. scumbags, dude. You said this is on Amazon. Uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Amazon you have Prime. Amazon yeah, Prime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good, and it's only ninety <laughs> minutes long. And it's I I had fucked them. Before I had seen it, I heard Kevin Smith talking about it. He was like, it's really good. He's like, and it's only 90 minutes, which is perfect because you really don't want to watch this kid go through any more shit than yeah. 90 minutes. Wow. Uh, and But Shia LaBeouf has this certain look. He's got these tiny glasses and he's got this long, wispy hair and it's kind of receding on it. And he's really good in the role. And he's not a horrible, horrible guy. He's just not a har- He's just not a good dad, you know, through the whole thing. And that's kind of the way I describe our dad. Our dad's not a horrible guy. He was just kind of... He didn't uh, want he, to be a dad. He just wasn't a great, the greatest dad. He wasn't a horrible dad. He didn't... Uh, uh, but it, but he was that type that everyone liked him. You yeah. know, all, all yeah. the people in town loved the guy. And uh, that's kind of how uh, Shia LaBeouf's dad was in this. But uh, the difference is he, he's he's kind of just going through life 
depended on his son and he's like you got to learn these lines and you got to do this and you got to mm-hmm. do that yeah. this is because your paycheck is my paycheck and yeah. everything and uh at some point where that child actor always has to have that conversation similar with macaulay it's my like lawyer. where's yeah. my where's my money where's my money yeah. all going and yeah. uh yeah you got to get emancipated just to be able to separate yourself from it because you got scumbags that are just gonna like like you said Lindsay lohan's parents those are the highest level of scumbags oh, out sure. there. read some read some stories about that that, man. I'm sure. And people wonder how is she fucked up? How is she not fucked up? Yeah. You know, and that's why it's great when you can see uh and I think he uh something happened with Shay LaBeouf uh I think it was right after Crystal Skull or he had to put himself in rehab. And when he was in rehab, he wrote this. He wrote Honey Boy. Oh, wow. And this was what he wrote uh, and came out of it and everything. And he renamed the characters and everything. But the people who knew uh, knew this was about him and everything. Mm. And it was a super powerful movie. Probably one of the better Amazon Prime movies out there. So I, I definitely suggest if you're a fan of Shia and you want to see him play a role that he is so familiar with. Mm. Because you're like, man, he's really good at this character. He's yeah. like, yeah, well, it's his dad. You know, he's he's watch this character he's got that accent down packed he's probably got the look and the mannerisms down and these little quirky things that he does it's probably very accurate so i can't believe i didn't put holes on here it's like one of my favorite yeah, that, kids I movies of all hole. time i've never seen it such a great yeah, movie i need to definitely watch that yeah. i see that pop up every once in a while i bet it's on disney i think it was a disney it flight. was a disney movie. so it's definitely on uh the uh disney uh prime That's two i gotta check out yeah cool cool that's our number ones man uh child actors like i said there's so many great child actors out there you definitely could have done two of them but we're doing two next week we're gonna do uh or two parts not gonna be released one after they are gonna be released one after each other but just not uh at the same time and that's gonna be uh the tom hanks pod it's great looking it's great looking uh at this list too because we separate them 15 movies and 15 movies and it just shows you how much one of the only people you could do this with that many. I'm Who surprised else? you could you could probably you could do it with De Niro. You could you could really? do it with Jack. 30? 30? Yeah, I bet you could do it with De Niro. Yeah. But like there's only four on that list I haven't seen. Yeah. And it's a couple of them are new. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I broke them down fifteen and fifteen, and it's one of those things and it just shows you how uh, great of an actor he is because you're looking at that first one and like Dave said there's like one movie that you might have to rewatch mm. and that's Punchline I think yeah. and it, it's the same with everybody because everyone else all the other movies on that list you've seen a million times and then the second list there might be a couple on there and uh, just to let you know like I saw Saving Mr. Banks in the movie theater a lot of people haven't seen it but that's it. also available on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. because uh, no Disney Plus oh, it's okay. a Disney Plus movie because it's all about uh, it's all about he plays Disney he plays Walt Disney one go. Oh, okay. he plays Walt Disney <laughs> trying to convince the author the, of uh, the animator. Uh, the no, animator? he's he plays Walt Disney trying to convince the author of uh, what's uh, Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins to let him make that movie and everything. And uh, she's great, and it's a fantastic movie. And that Mister Rogers one's available on Redbox, so I'll definitely rent it before uh, before the next pod. Boo. <laughs> Screw you, Redbox. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I was gonna go try the other night too, and I was like, you know what, shit, I bet nobody's cleaning those fucking red boxes. I said I ain't touching that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I still I've used Pearl right after I go out there. Yeah. I need to go soon too because uh, I need to buy Ford versus Ferrari. It's like seven ninety nine to buy there. It oh, is wow. like the most impossible movie to find on eBay. Nothing below twenty bucks. On really, eBay. it's super you hard. You should probably buy you just a couple buy of all the copies. And yeah, them up on eBay. exactly. Yeah, I definitely. Well, I'm surprised people haven't done it yet. I just want a copy for myself because it was so good. Uh, but yeah, that's and there's still Watch great the movies coming on out. Netflix. Uh, 
Yeah, I haven't seen the documentary yet. Yeah. There's a documentary about I definitely Shelby have to too. See that on, yeah, the Shelby side. There's you, a man, documentary the, about that. The uh, the Matt Damon stuff is almost better than the Christian Bale stuff in that movie. Really, really great. And there was something else that was just coming out next week. Let me look at the Redbox. I have DVD release schedule here. Oh yeah, next week at Redbox, 1917. Man, comes out on the oh, 24th. Wow. Man, definitely check it out. One of the best movies of last year. I just got my copy of Uncut Gems and rewatched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my Did it wife. hold up? Uh, it, it definitely <laughs> held up. My wife's like, man, there's a lot of screaming in this movie. Because everyone's talking over each other, and I had to explain that was what their speech was when they won the Independent Spirit Awards. The uh-huh. two brothers went up there, and they both gave their speech at the exact same time. Right. And everyone who saw the movie knew it was funny as shit. That's awesome. It's a stressful movie, man, but it's really fun. Uh, so, yeah, so that's what we got coming up. We got the uh, the two Tom Hanks pods, and then we have this off-world pod where we're going to be talking about movies that all take place like uh, uh, outer space or out of not on Earth. So uh, anything that kind of fits that kind of element would be great. We have a Star Trek uh, pod coming up, and uh, that's going to be an exciting one, for me at least. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been a, tre- I've been actually, a Trekkie so I've been a Trekkie since a I was like yeah I've been a Trekkie since I was like seven years old man so I've it's a big thing for me and I could uh, talk them all day long I'm going through and rewatching certain ones I went to a Star Trek convention before Comic Cons right. were a big yeah. deal awesome. it was like the Sheridan in yeah. Boston yeah. Uh, yeah it was great it was mind blowing I didn't realize that it was like it was basically like a science fiction pod there was just as much Star Wars there on one hand I can not on the other yeah, this one I can't. These fingers live long and prosper. Yeah, these fingers don't want to get through. So we'll see if we can get Justin to watch a couple of them uh, to be on it too. And so uh, it'll be a fun one. Like, I, I've told a lot of people. Hey. I might have some time coming up. So two, three, and four. Yeah. Uh, you need to watch two, three, and four. And two doesn't work on yours. You let bar- uh, Justin borrow it because it might work on yours. Because I, I found a lot of DVDs don't work on yours, and they work fine on mine. Hmm. So Ooh, I don't know conspiracy. why. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, you can leave us a, a like or a comment on. Um, on uh, iTunes or SoundCloud. You can check us out on Facebook under Fascinated with Films, or you can shoot us an email, fascinatedwithfilms at gmail.com, and we'll get back to you. So until Tom Hanks time next week, see ya. Peace. Bye. Well, I'm beginning to like this kid, Mike. <laughs>